What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonor71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. That purple bling bling? Yo. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 173 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, it's Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. the gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Just got back uh, not too long ago. I went over to Vegas for uh, Command Fest. Um, 20, 2022 in which I played I played a little game called Magic the Gathering and uh, play a format called Commander and so I was in Vegas with a whole bunch of other nerds and we just sat there and played card games all weekend and it was great I got back uh, this morning I wish I had stayed a little bit longer um, uh, but you know hey it's my first time going and it was just a lot of fun a lot of nice people really um, really fun like I really, I really had a had a really nice time. So I really hope that I'm able to go again. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. But that's pretty much uh, what's been going on with me. Uh, a little tired, you know. I was burning the midnight oil. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, a lot of fun. All right, all right. And of course, like our show, AKA. So <laughs> that's your commander. Magic Commander? Yeah, it's okay. Yes. I mean, if you want to. <laughs> As I said, other heard, the voice you heard belonged to Trader Joe, because our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's new? Not much, man. Just, uh, you know, keeping on, keeping on. Uh, trying to maximize my dollar, but not spending my dollar, so it's kind of hard... In a way, I was, like eyeballing a OLED TV to use as a monitor and uh, trying to you know resist going out. And, and I think I should like not resist and just say hell hell with it. But we'll see. So yeah, just buy the am I on TV. the fo- buy the damn TV? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so does it give the uh, Kev two thumbs up? Yeah, as long as I'm not paying for it, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about doing the 48-inch. The 48-inch at $900 is A-OK for a C1. Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, not. You know, I I tell you, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with my, my C1. It's... Uh, it's it, it 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 was it's great. It's 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 a fantastic TV. I'm glad that I uh, resisted the concerns, the burning concerns of this generation of OLED from LG, and uh, went on ahead and got it. So yeah, I I have I have no complaints about the TV whatsoever. Uh, it's probably one of the best uh, consumer purchases, product purchases I've made in a while. So cool. no no complaints from me. 
Good deal. So, well, yeah. maybe we'll talk about it next episode if I decide to jump off the ledge. We'll see. So yeah, yeah. You're always you're always uh, enabling other people to spend their money. So it's, it's our turn to enable you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let us let us you know help you, Joe. Let us. Let us... <laughs> Yeah, okay. I guess if I'm not I'm not going to Vegas for Commander Fest, you know, and then high rolling it, I might as well spend a little bit and be high rolling with the LG C one. So Well, I mean, you never know. We might go to um what is it? We might go to um uh Evo. Yeah, I might go to Evo. You never know. Yeah, you never know, you never know. We ain't going to Evo. I ain't I'm not going. <laughs> My nephew's does is not going to admit isn't well since he would have probably probably would have gone if Smash Brothers was participating, but no, nah, I'm not going. Uh, there's way too many COVID new COVID uh, uh, cases popping up. Even, Hopefully, even I'm at work. My own little work. Yeah, I um, I, uh, I ain't going nowhere. Well, I was at the commander thing. You know, people were. Everyone had masks on. You had to wear masks. It was kind of cool. And like, I was happy that they were like, you know, nope, you can't, you can come in, but you have to, like, you have to have your mask on if you're going to play, you know, any games and sit with anybody and stuff. So, and they're pretty good at enforcing it. So, so I was, I was pretty, I was pretty happy with that. I was like, okay, you know, but I kind of want to go to, I kind of want to go to California Extreme, but even I'm kind of second guessing that one right now. Yeah, so understood. I'll uh, I'll play it by ear, see what's going on. Yeah. Cool. But as usual, our first topic on our docket is going to be the playlist. All right, so uh, Jabroni Chief, why don't you kick things off this time, man? What you been playing? Okay, well, one game I have been playing that you guys haven't been playing. <laughs> At least I have a couple, actually. Uh, there's this uh, one schmuck that I've been playing, uh, and it's called Cotton Fantasy. So it's oh, uh, you started playing that, huh? Yeah, it's kind of based on uh, an old um, side-scrolling shooter with a, a cute little witch that started out like uh, back in the '90s, and uh, it's a uh, pretty cool. You know, it's like I've been kind of keeping an eye because you know Cotton is like one of these old-school side-scroller. Uh, shmups kind of just similar to like gradius or parodius and uh it just uh just seems cool it seems like more uh an old school nod old school type of gameplay on there not you know bullet hell ish you know and especially with a side scroller you're not going to deal with all that business anyway but uh you know from what i've played so far it's just it just seems like she's swooping in on her broomstick and uh she has satellites to bring in and uh obviously especially with a side scrolling shmup it's a point that uh you know we do have to kind of keep in mind patterns and so on and so forth and so it's just uh been cool so far on there so i think you know we'll have to see you know as far as how f- much further i get into it it seems a little bit uh evolved from the original like cotton one cotton two which just recently got a re-release uh with cotton reboot uh not too long ago on there and uh so i'm very thankful that uh, you know the 
uh, developer decided to go ahead and provide a free code for me to you know check the game out and i'll be talking about this game probably in the next couple episodes just to kind of keep an idea as far as how i'm progressing and where i'm going with that so that's awesome but definitely relish with um be able to play games like this uh, i might even look for a physical if, if need be for my collection because i did pick up the cotton reboot physical on there one thing about the uh, in in releases is that they're pretty easily obtainable on amazon and so uh you know even though you know a lot of these uh limited run and special reserve they always like you know don't uh, let their games be available for these long print runs at least their games seem like they are available out there for you to purchase if you want to go and do that so on that also been playing uh, some destiny 2 uh, this past week not too too much on there uh, you know i was doing a lot more of just the kind of vault maintenance on there and going in and uh going and accessing light.gg and taking a look at all the iron banner stuff i got because i was literally like stuck with like i think nine of the same fusion rifle <laughs> it's ridiculous wow. yeah get rid of that stuff. yeah yeah but uh like using light gg i was kind of comparing the the best perks and the best loadouts and uh going and doing all that business and then wound up uh doing some uh shadow keep run on there you know progressing that storyline a little bit with eris more and i'm not really into the latest witch queen content but i see it's a lot of it's tied to the current season and the goals for the uh, existing season so i might have to dip into the single player on that and just take a look and see where i'm going with that but it just always seems like it's kind of cool to play just to kind of dabble in because i know you guys are not playing destiny i know chase our listener Chase is, uh, you know, always wanting to play uh, with me on there, and I'll be more than happy to dive in with him and, and check things out. And I'm still kind of looking for a clan to kind of play with on there. And then, last but not least, we could probably talk kind of what we've been doing in Outriders this past week. But uh, for me, uh, I took my Pyromancer build, I kind of re-engineered a little bit of my skills and my. Um, load out my skill tree a bit and uh i've been kind of tweaking things a little bit you know i'm level 49 i think uh, i just got done with the session right now and i'm up to level 50 now finally with the gear i have and so uh just uh kind of inching towards uh world slayer once that comes out in a, in a couple of weeks from now so i'm just kind of going to grind but i want to look i uh, need one last particular armor piece for my inari uh, pyromancer set as far as getting the amount of skills that i want to have allotted on there so i'll definitely have to probably re-roll tiago a bit because i'm not seeing it at least for now and uh looking to get the rest of my gear up to level 50 including my you know weapons and kind of take it from there so did you uh did you finally play the um the final uh eye of the storm no i've not done i've not done eye of the storm yet so okay yeah, that's something probably we could t- tackle together as a group probably in the next week or two. So yeah, I think we're I think we're all getting to the to the time. I mean, we would love to get our we would all love to get our our everything that we want, but like I don't think you need it in order to to get to what you need to do. So no, no, and I'm pretty sure once the uh, once World Slayer comes out, the uh, the 
line in the sand is definitely going to be, uh, you know, erased and moved forward <laughs> a bit. Yeah, so, exactly. So, yeah. so I don't want to grind too, too much, but, uh, how are you guys' experience in Outriders this past week? Uh, for me, it's been pretty good. You know, again, I was playing with some, um, I actually played with some randos who were level 50 and this one guy was just me and this other guy, you know, he just weekend at Bernie'd me to, to, uh, he basically this weekend that burned me throughout the whole time and it was great. And then I was, I was able to get like my fifties and some 50 level uh, stuff. And so that was, that was really kind of good because I was like, you know, yeah, I can finally, you know, start to feel like I was doing some damage, but he was the one that was like doing all the damage. I was doing nothing. So, you know, I felt, I felt like, Oh, I'm not doing nothing, but, um, but it was fun uh, playing it. And then I played with a couple other, some other randos and they were, you know, uh very helpful so it's been a lot of fun um but again just like you were saying working on getting my um my build up uh for my technomancer i'm doing an rpg build doing a lot of um what's it called a lot of uh the rockets so i'm shooting a ton of rockets like i I, i'm up to the point where uh, i literally don't need to like once i once i set my rockets and i'm able to do uh my stuff if i keep my all my perks up and running i can literally do my rockets like for almost the entirety of the mission so it's kind of cool so so that's kind of fun um so again just just you know learning different uh different stuff uh is what i'm doing um in the game and i'm i'm really enjoying it but i am looking forward to to going and doing uh the last the last mission i think it would be really kind of cool so i'm 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 excited so but yeah that's pretty much all it is all it's been for me like i'm really looking forward to um uh world slayer so bring it on bring on the world slayer what else have you been uh, playing besides uh, outriders oh i thought we were gonna let kev talk about his outriders experience or do you want to wait till the end kev so your I'll just I'll just wait till my section, yeah, because that's oh, okay. what I gotta talk about anyway. Sure. Um so the other thing I've been playing is uh, No Man's Sky. The uh expedition is still going. Um at this point I'm just trying to complete the expedition. Because once you complete the expedition, you'll get your rewards. Um you'll get a freighter and some other stuff that looks like a giant space squid. So and then uh, once you complete once you complete that, you won't have to worry about dying again because it's all done in survival mode. And if you die, you have to start over. It's like a roguelite type thing. Uh, but once you get done with that, um, once I get done with that, I will uh, start a normal mission. Uh, I say that because I'm playing on uh, PS uh, PS5 now. I bought it when it was on sale uh, from PS5, and so it just it just works better because as the ps5 is my um is my uh console of choice so i just um play it on that and it just makes me happy (laughs) so uh but yeah that's pretty much uh all i've been playing except for i started playing a new game called dismantle which i was watching some people play uh uh online um was a it was a pc game that's opened uh came into um uh on consoles a couple weeks ago but it's a you know end of the world survival type game fighting zombies and you play this guy who's been in a underground bunker for over a year and then now you have to come back come back up 
then it's you with a crowbar and you basically harvest stuff and and you're there's a lot of uh rpg elements around it so it's a it's a survival game top down like a diablo like um you know uh it looks like a diablo like from the top down you know that quarter view angle as you're running around and and just hitting shit with your crowbar and and you know collecting stuff um and it's a lot of fun. Like, well, I've enjoyed it. Um, just running around collecting stuff. It's it's really kind of fun just to kind of sit around and, you know, do your stuff as you're trying to, you know, avoid zombies and, and collect stuff. It's amazing what a crowbar can do. <laughs> and then you uh, there's, uh, again, like I said, RPG elements. So the, the, the stuff, the equipment that you find and you scavenge for, a scavenge for, you can uh, upgrade your crowbar, upgrade your backpack. You get, you know, more gear and stuff as you, as you, um, as you, uh, progress the story so but uh it looks pretty fun it's got quests you can collect different stuff it has side quests um i do hope that you can change your appearance a little bit um later on you can co-op so if joe or or kev if you ever want to play we can do that it's, so it's it it's pretty fun though like I, i'm really enjoying it so far I'm, I'm i'm still into it relatively uh early uh in the game you know if it started not too long ago but um but it's been fun. Um, also got uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I got that on a on a discount. Um, uh, Joe uh, helped me. Uh, found it the uh, the chaos chaotic good or, or chaos good or whatever um, thing, and um, that edition from Amazon was on sale like forty percent off or something. So I was like, sweet. So I just um, I went ahead and and uh, picked it up. Um, for myself so i'm gonna end up starting playing that probably play that with kevin and our friend christian uh i'm sorry joe and our friend christian maybe kevin will, will will jump in you know later if he decides to but but other than that that's really what i've been playing um it's been relatively you know pretty stable um and in, in in what i've been playing so i'm i've been really um really happy uh uh, with with my with my with my play so so that's it for me uh kev uh, what are you playing buddy so the only thing i've been playing is outriders i am now level 50 i've got the gear with the mods that i need so the only thing i really have left to do is to try the uh, eye of the storm i was able to get the last mod that i needed through buying it off of tiago <laughs> I can so now I can I can solo 15s now some of the missions are still a little bit of a struggle but I can for most for most of them I can solo the 15s now and the mod that I needed was Icicle Storm um, I I maxed out because what I would what I was doing is I was running the rockets along with the triple the triple turrets and i like that but it just got to a point where i could not maximize those rockets anymore without giving up um giving up the giving up some aspects of the turrets there just was enough room <laughs> in the in, in the gear slots so i decided to drop the the rockets because it's like well i'd rather keep the turrets than than the rockets so i swapped out the rockets for the whatever they call that ice that ice 
thing. Oh, snap something snap. there? I, yeah, yeah, cold snap, I think that's cold what snap. they call it. Yeah, that's exactly what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I swapped it out for cold snap, and I I had to drop a couple of mods that were, that were turret-based, but I made that damage up with a hail shot and well, what's the other uh well twins of course and then there, i think there's was there another one? Oh yeah the uh better parts i think it is that to that where i oh the cooldown crypto cooldown i think it's the other one that i have everything else all of my other mods are based off damage output for the cold snap two of the mods that i had for cold snap were are actually surpassed uh, by the um, icicle storm. That's ice, ice baby, and there was this other one, uh, painful chill. So I could got I got rid of those two, and I make up the the damage output. I more than make up for it, like considerably. I'm doing, I'm doing like uh, after my freeze boosts and other things from the tree, and and my. Uh, freeze boost from my mods i'm doing dang near 400,000 points of damage when i when i can execute a cold snap and start a chain rea a chain reaction in uh <clears throat> in ads when i you know take out the small ones in a group and if there's a brood mother or an elite of some sort in the midst of it they get they get if not destroyed then they get worn down real quick and the two weapons that i'm the two primary weapons that i'm rolling the what do they call it the dark seed which is a uh tactical rifle and uh damascus whatever it is which is kind of like the the heavy machine gun big ammo clip and it's got a lot of area effect perks it's got the uh there's a turret something turret or torrent where it rains down uh, explosives on multiple enemies and then the other the other perk that i have oh yeah the other perk that i have attached to it is uh the comet one which is these comets fall down <laughs> from the sky and mm. blow stuff up so it's a lot of area effect on that one i need for the dark seed i need to find uh i think i need to find a good area effect perk to use on that one because the wrath of moloch is really good it does crazy damage but i'm not the best when it comes to critical hits and i don't have my build is not is not built to proc critical hits often and i need an area effect perk for the dark sea so i'm thinking of either slotting in um slotting in the uh the comet one i would like to i'm hope i would like to grab another damascus so i can break it down and have uh the uh the explosive torrent perk be able to add that to my uh my mod tree but as right now i only have one damascus and i'm not breaking it down so in lieu of that, I'm probably going to go with uh, the Goss string or the Comet, the, the comet Dropper. Because <laughs> I cannot remember the names of these perks. But 
but yeah, I am Eye of the Storm ready, and that's really all I've been playing uh, this past week. So with that, we can move on to our next topic on the docket, which is going to be the main event. Sorry, Dez, you got the mic, man. All righty. So thank you so much, to, uh, Kev, for sitting it over. Uh, our question for the week this week was, what is your impressions uh, or opinions uh, of the game shown on uh, the latest state of play and summer, uh, and summer Games Fest? Let us know, and we'll discuss it on our next episode. Unfortunately, we didn't have, we didn't have any responses, and we gave our take on it. So we're going to end up um, expanding it. Because we have a lot of stuff to talk about in our new section regarding the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, Showdown, PC Gaming Show, and the Summer's Games Fest. So, so the question for our next week is: What is it? What has like? What is your impressions on all of the other uh, game stuff that we've been that we've been having? You know, uh, what are? Let us know what your thoughts are. Were the things that you're really excited about? Things that you wish that you saw that you didn't? Uh, but yeah, let us know and we will definitely talk about it, uh, during our next show. Uh, we really want to get a, a pretty good response because like it, all this stuff has been a doozy about stuff that's coming, coming, you know, and we want to know your impressions. We're not going to say, you know, whose was better or worse or anything like that. We just want to know, uh, what, what did you like? You know, what, you know, what were you hoping to see? What didn't you see? Just, just stuff like that, you know, let us know your thoughts and we will talk about them on our next show. Um, having said that, uh, I'm going to turn it over to, uh, the jabroni chief with our new section and it's going to be a beefy one. So strap in. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this is, uh, technically even though it's not around anymore. This is kind of the E3 time, you know, yeah. the time where you know, people just E3. love to get those trailers out and, uh, you know, hopefully have snippets of gameplay, hopefully. So snippets. I love it. And, uh, you know, we kind of started things off, uh, you know, we left off last episode talking about the uh, state of play, which was, I think, you know, just a jam packed, like 30 minutes of, uh, you know, gaming goodness for the most part. And uh, so we kind of kicked it over to anticipation for the uh, Summer Games Fest 2022, uh, which, you know, unfortunately, Jeff Keighley was trying to temper expectations because a lot of people were saying, oh, my God, Half-Life 3 or, you know, a bunch of... <laughs> Smart uh, man. Outlandish uh, predictions for as far as what is shown at the show and whatnot. But... Uh, so they kind of started things off. They uh, kind of queued up a game that was initially shown on the State of Play, which happens to be um, Street Fighter VI. And so they unveiled another character, which you know, as you if you listen to last week's last episode, uh, that all the characters were like leaked on here, but they had a particular trailer for Guile on here, and so he's busting out with a goatee. And with a smooth ass comb, it kind of looks uh, kind of a little fugly, but you know, I don't like know. Wow, Hogan. Just... Yeah. Oh, fugly, huh? A little bit. Okay. I don't know, man. I like the design. I like the design. Uh, 
Uh, that that five o'clock shadow though. Mm. <laughs> I I I, I like I like the design. I like the the little Hollywood Hogan thing he's got going on with the goatee. Uh, that Hollywood Hogan? No, he didn't. <laughs> That's it's funny. uh, yeah. I'm. I was very very. Now I'm captain. I'm captain. I'm captain. Hand drawn sprites when it comes to my fighting games. You know, I would prefer these looked more like the classic Street Fighter games graphically but this is a huge six is a huge step graphically above four and a nice good moderate step above five so i so far i really don't have any complaints um about the graphical presentations of the game the systems look interesting the combat systems look interesting i mean it looks like they gave guile target combos which is a little bit crazy I'm still trying to figure out how you do a how you charge a flash kick from a standing roundhouse with guile. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see some of his um uh see how his uh how his mechanics have have evolved since his uh since his uh, last uh his last uh since 5 anyway. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, I th- yeah, I think if they give me a Dudley, is- if they give me a Dudley, I'm over the moon for for six. Uh, but uh, as it is, uh, it's a day one pickup for me. Yeah, I know that they uh, had Jeff Keighley did have a Summer Games Fest like physical area set up, and there were some impressions from that. I think that I saw some Chun Li versus uh, God. What's the new new character that they busted out? Jamie. Last character. Yeah, on there. So, but yeah, they were kind of showing off the um, gameplay and whatnot. And, uh, you know, we talked about last episode where, you know, you got all the, like the guest commentary and other things that they bring into the table with this thing, including the simple movement on there. So it's kind of going to be something to, that I think for me, at least Street Fighter Six is day one me as well even though you know i'm not never been a guile fan so maybe that's the reason why i thought he looked kind of <laughs> a little bit uh out of sorts but you know it's just because of that big old dome of hair so <laughs> yeah the flat top you got it all right and then the next thing that was shown was a trailer for a new aliens game called dark descent on here yeah, so talk about there a was a switch <laughs> well, switch trailer. Think about that that game, yeah. Because at the end, we didn't really know. Towards the end, you got a little snippet of gameplay, which looked kind of like overhead three quarters uh, kind of uh, action gameplay, similar to the Ascent on here. But it actually, the game is is a real time strategy game, so it's not actually even a shooter or anything like that. So. On there, so really, it's nothing to where I think uh, something that you know I don't think that's a type of game that is in any of our uh, wheelhouse. On not there, only so. is it, I mean, not only is it not the type of game, it is not the type of how aliens don't think. They don't. They don't stop and contemplate their next move. They bum rush you in hordes. I, th- this is this 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 is just 
I was really disappointed because I was at least hoping for an update or a DLC update to uh, uh, Colonial Marine Fire Team Elite. Elite. Fire Team Elite. Yeah, I was at least hoping that that it would be that, but no. You know, if nothing else, a twin a twin stick shooter. But real time RTS, no. Yeah, according, yeah, according to the description of the game, it says lead strategically and change squad tactics from mission to mission, carefully managing your soldiers' health, resources, and sanity. So yeah, yeah it's definitely a RTS, RTS. real time strategy. Yeah, so. But, you know, since you mentioned Fire Team Elite, there was a trailer shown uh, not too long ago, only a couple days ago. So it wasn't shown at any of the Keeley Fest or anything like that. But uh, um, they did announce that Aliens Fire Team Elite, the next expansion called Pathogen, is going to be launching on August the 30th. So, and that's going to continue the game with new environments, maps, cosmetics, and a, and a new campaign on there so that's something to definitely look forward to and then um yeah uh, something that you know because of this being announced i went ahead and reinstalled the game back onto my ps5 so on here so but there's nothing that was stated about price but you know i'm just hoping for a cheap price i think it's worthy to go back to that game i always wanted to beat it i always felt it was enjoyable you know as far as aliens fire team elite so uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, Dark Descent, um, you kind of lost me on there. What, what's your feelings about Aliens Dark Descent, Des, uh, from seeing, seeing the trailer? So, um, I think it's going to be it's good. A, it's a real-time strategy game. So, I think it's going to be good. Um, I think they lost the... I mean, I would say I think they lost the plot, but I don't want to say that because... You know, there's all different types of genres. Uh, I would have hoped that it was something that was going to be a little bit more um, open. Uh, Real-time strategy is not my cup of tea. But not to say that it doesn't look good. Uh, will I try it? Not really sure. Um, I definitely will probably pick it up on a sale. Um, and then look for reviews to see how it is. Again, I'm not really, like, I'm not really a big real-time strategy type guy. But again, like if it's good and it's uh, easily accessible, then then yeah, I'll give it a try. Um, what about you, Kev? Oh, yeah, oh no, this is it. hard pass, bro, for me. Uh, RTS figured, is not my genre, and I the figured, concept but... of having aliens in an RTS game, the whole concept of aliens using strategy, they don't. Yeah, they bum rush you. <laughs> they rush, they use numbers, and rush you. They don't think about tactics. They don't think about strategy. They just think about overwhelming you with numbers. I think Dark Horse, Dark Horse Comics, and one of the one of the in one of their uh, their issues said it best. Aliens will send a million drones after you to get killed just so that one can kill you. That that that's hive mentality. And how you how you tr translate that um, hive mentality into an RTS where you got to monitor your soldier's sanity and you know what do I have to set up a a, a couch and <laughs> in the middle of combat and have him talk about his childhood fears? I mean, no, <laughs> no. 
this is just, just completely is completely not my deal. So that I, I that's why I said bait and switch because I was at least thinking it would be an action game of some sort. You know. So hard pass. All right. Disappointingly. So hard. Moving pass. on, they had a trailer for a game that was shown during the state of play, which happens to be the Callisto protocol. That was uh quote unquote the um Showfield cut, according to Jeff Keighley, uh, more gory than the uh, state of play trailer, I guess, that was censored by Sony for some reason. So, but uh, they wound up showing a gameplay snippet as well. Uh, kind of, you know, looks like Dead Space. It walks like Dead Space. Hey, guess what, guys? It's Dead Space. So <laughs> I don't know. It does look a lot like Dead Space. Uh, looks cool. I'm not sure if it's a day one for me. I kind of wanted to compare it to the uh, Dead Space reboot that EA is currently working on on there. And I know, Kev, out of all three of us, I think you're more enthusiastic about the uh, original Dead Space on here. Did you happen to see any of the weapons? I know that the last episode you were saying that you weren't, weren't sure whether this is more survival horror than action on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. I... I got I got booted from Skype. <laughs> but yeah, you're talking about uh the Callisto the, protocol. Callisto yeah. protocol. Yeah, yeah, Callisto looks more like a dead space. Um well I mean it 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 it's not it's not what I was fearing it would be, survival horror. It's very much dead space. And I'm happy about that. The weapons look like the weapons that he was using was some sort of like it's kind of similar to the the cutter, the plasma cutter from the first game. It's like single shot, you know, impact, high impact. It's a high impact weapon. There's more melee involved because it looks like you're going these things are going to close in on you fairly quickly. So you may not be able to finish them off at range. So you've got some type of baton that you can you know, brute force these things and bludgeon them on the ground in a very uh, brutal and uh, <laughs> an intense way. So, I'm I'm I was very much impressed with uh, with with that. So I'll be that's definitely a, a, a day one get. Dill, that's like a December release. So you know, you could celebrate Santa and then yeah. you know. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing says uh, nothing says season's greetings like bludgeoning you with bludgeoning bludgeoning a, an alien zombie with a blunt object. Yes, of course. So, <laughs> speaking of being dealt a uh, blunt object and getting hit upside the head, the uh, next section was the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 trailer, which we'll have no comment on other than to say that there was an existence of the trailer, because I think uh, we're not a fan of Call of Duty, I could say collectively as a, a group of that. So, so enough said about that. Um, there was a roguelike shooter called Witchfire that was originally shown back at the 2018 uh, Game Awards that Jeff Keighley said, oh, it's back. And it's like uh, me and Des were like saying, oh, I, I totally forgot about this. So it's like a uh, first-person shooter, roguelike shooter that's coming from the uh, Polish independent studio, The Astronauts, on here. It's coming out early access, I guess, in the next couple months 
on there coming out on, of course on Steam on there uh looks like a lot of like witchcraft involved of course because it's called witchfire so um seemed like it was okay uh, i don't know what your impressions of it des uh, were as far as the whole motif and whatnot so well i mean i thought it looked okay um i i i probably will end up checking it out um i uh, <clears throat> did it, it did, did it say what systems it was on i don't think I don't think it did, did it? Uh, it's coming out for the Epic Game Store, so I think it's PC on only there, so far. So. Um, only I'm probably so far. that I'm definitely going to pass and not not worry about it on PC. But when it comes to consoles, which it most likely will, uh, we'll see. My hope is that it goes to Game Game Pass because I think Game Pass is fantastic for for checking out uh, games and deciding if you're going to you know buy them or or play them or, or whatever you want to do. So, I mean, I don't think it's like something that I'm going to actively search for, but, but I do think that it, uh, it looked interesting, you know, good deal. And then, uh, they wound up showing more space games. It just seems like Keeley's, uh, showcase was just all about the, those space games. So it really was. I noticed that, that. We're, we're, we're really living in the future, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, they showed a game called Fort Solis, which is some sort of uh, sci-fi mystery game. It had some Dead Space-esque thriller uh, elements to it. it. It had a couple of noted voice actors. So we got to see Troy Baker, noted voice actor Troy Baker, and uh, Roger Clark on there on the stage with Keely talking about it. And I was just like, eh, you know, I know it's an indie game. It's being voiced by, you know, uh, noted voice actors, but you know, I really didn't get to see a lot myself, in my opinion, on there to kind of make it stick out to me a bit. But uh, I'll have to see whether it kind of fits that same like motif as Dead Space and what type of gameplay it's going to have. It's a third-person thriller on there, so and I, you know, obviously have to see what the gameplay loop is about that. So and then. Another game that was shown and also in space uh, was this game called Routine, which is being published by Raw Fury, and it's from a, a developer called Lunar Software. I guess this game was announced like 10 years ago, literally. <laughs> it's so um, it was announced over a decade ago, and uh, has like kind of an 80s thing in their sci-fi mix on there. So kind of look a lot, a lot like you know. Um, Got to see like kind of VCR type, uh, you know, like VHS type graphics from there, like a lot of, uh, you know, uh, cyberpunk ish type things and whatnot going on. But, uh, you know, from what I was able to tell, it is like another sci fi horror movie or a horror game on here. So this one is day one confirmed on Games Pass. So you'll definitely get a chance, Des, to fire this up just in case if you want to check it out without uh, having to, uh, you know, obviously drop that dime on it. So, woohoo! So, then, of course, you know, uh, Keely Fest always has uh, little trailers and motifs. They did have a trailer for Outriders World Slayer on here. I didn't get a chance to see the... Um, kind of expose on the world slayer uh during the broadcast the next day i don't know if either of you two ha happened to have a ch chance to watch that i right did now. i did anything I did. You I did by it um so 
we're moving into it's very destiny-esque this world slayer this and they're what they talked about was world slayers in game uh i mean you go through the story and once you go through the story it unlocks this other region which is they call it trials of something or other so the trials is like this this major this big hub world that's almost as big well it's actually a little bit bigger if i'm remembering what uh, they were saying bigger than the story the world that encompasses the story of world slayer and it's this massive uh, trials arena where you kick things off and you're the, the the whole thing is to there and there is some story elements involved in it if I'm remembering correctly you have to unlock the secrets of the reason why these trials arenas are here in the first place and as you go through it you unlock more powerful gear uh, there are uh, trial specific weapons that can be on that you can get that you can only get through here and of course everything that you can that you earn from the trials you can use in er in every other aspect of the game which is cool so nothing is is region locked which uh, I thought was was a good thing to hear the um, I'm trying to think was it they really didn't want to spoil a whole lot, so they're really like they showed. They were using a, I think it was a, a devastator. They showed a devastator going through a trial. Uh, he soloed one, took out the boss, and uh, showed off some of the, um, some of the weapons there. And there, there's going to be new perks. There's going to be new weapons. I, no new classes. But uh, there's going to be different. Oh yeah, there's going to be a a third slot that is going to be open to all your weapons uh, in 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 this World Slayer. I don't know if it opens that opens up in World Slayer Story Mode or if it opens up in the Trials. I I don't. They they were not specific with that. So we get a third slot in all our gear including weapons so it it lo it looks very they're very beefy very meaty so um yeah it, it looks it looks pretty neat i i really enjoyed i really enjoyed what i saw and again i i'm i am just kind of flabbergasted that i've been enjoying outriders as much as i have <laughs> i really didn't think i would be oh you know it's it's been like a you know, when we first checked the game out, you know, and worrying about it, like, you know, breaking our system and all that stuff as far as losing our save and all that, that we did kind of throw a pause on it, you know, and I'm grateful that we did get a chance to go back to the game on there. I was kind of surprised they haven't announced a day one for Games Pass because I know the original Outriders is still on there, so. No, they they, they want you to pay for this. Yep, I do want <laughs> you to pay. They learned that lesson. <laughs> nah, so. you're gonna have to cough up the ducats. You, <laughs> you want this world slayer? You're gonna have to pay. No, nah, that is like, yeah, we would actually like to be paid for this work this time around. <laughs> so, oh, well, you never know. They might come through in the clutch before the game comes out, but we'll see. So, 
Well, if the, we will know that if they do, then they will at least have gotten paid on on, on that deal. Let's hope so, because people can fly at least. I mean, I think we talked about the last time on their earnings call for the last fiscal year is that they still haven't gotten paid from Square Enix. Because so Square Enix said that the game didn't make any money, enough so that they said that they uh, reserved the clause to not develop any future Outriders titles uh, if they just want to kick the can over to Square Enix and have them just <laughs> find a team that will be able to do it and not get paid, I guess. <laughs> Uh, also, th there was a trailer for this uh, game called American Arcadia. That's an indie game from a development team called Out of the Blue. On um, here, kind of the 70s motif. It was sort of like the Truman Show meets the Prisoner on there. So I kind of dug it a little bit. This is another Raw Fury uh, published game on here. But I felt, uh, you know, definitely check out the trailer if you get a chance. Yeah, it's like a, a stealth action puzzle platformer on there. So it seems like it's encompassing a lot of uh, different genres within it. Uh, there was a, a trailer which some people thought was amusing. I thought it was okay. It's kind of was taking some uh, cues from the Dead Island 2 trailer from way back in the day that, you know, Dead Island 2 is infamous because they've never released Dead Island 2 and it's been in the, in the ovens for years and years and years. But Goat Simulator 3 was announced even though there's no Goat Simulator 2, uh, ha, 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 he, he, he. So, <laughs> not our bag. I'm not going to speak for the group. Uh, any of you guys want to pipe up, you could pipe up to say, no, I'm a big fan of Goat Simulator. What are you talking about? But I'm here for it. Goat Simulator, day one. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I think that the, the, the game you're going to be day one for Dez is the next game that they showed was a, a new video for Firaxis's. XCOM Marvel game Midnight Suns. We have a launch date for the game, which is October the 7th. On here, the trailer had uh, quite a bit of different heroes, including uh, appearance of the one and only Spider-Man. Uh, looks like that they had appearance of Wolverine, uh, the Hulk, Ghost Rider, and Iron Man, along with uh, Magic on here so and so you know it looks kind of cool i don't know how the game plays just yet uh any thoughts on this des i know you know one, one thing we had a comment on at least you know uh xbox fans finally get spider-man on their console so you know i don't know um i i really have to see a little more gameplay um i'm going out with with a, a total of a squad of three and they're ai controlled um I don't know. I think it might be a little too. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit too. Um, just um, weird or strange, you know. I, I don't. I don't know. Like, so I have to see the combat. I have to see how the combat looks. I mean, I guess I have, and they've explained it, but it looks a little bit too obtuse, you know. So I have to see. Like, I don't know. Like, you said it was day one for me, but after seeing some stuff about it, I don't think Spider-Man's costume looks good at all. I don't, I don't, I, I do not like the, the costumes. They look really kind of, I don't know. They, they look like they're trying to be edgier, but I guess it's to sell toys, but some of the costumes I'm just not, I'm just not a fan of. Ghost Rider looks pretty cool. Uh, Wolverine is just kind of way too buff. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm my my thoughts are really all over the place about this game, and I I really want to like it, and I'm definitely going to give it a chance. I do feel that it's going to be uh, day one on uh, Game Pass, and um, and if it is, that's great because then I will get to try it out on Games Pass before I spend my hard-earned ducats on it. So so I'm a little I'm still a little conflicted about the game. I um um I'm happy that it was uh, delayed because this obviously means they needed to tweak it or change it up or something. Um, but I'm hopeful that the delay really makes for a better game uh, play experience. So that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. I'm well, looking at a gameplay trailer. It looks like it's kind of using a card-based system. So I don't know. Again, that... yeah, that's the thing. It, it does use a card-based system, and I'm not sure if if it needed to. You know, you know, I don't, I don't know if it needed to have a card-based system after after seeing it. So I got to see what changes they made to it or or if they've made any changes to it uh if it's much more fluid um i don't know like i really hope that i really wish you hello girl i really wish that you could make your own character maybe that would have been a little bit cooler get a little bit more uh player agency in it um but but we'll see we will definitely see well i'll definitely keep an eye on it i mean i'm not a ccg fan so you know, that might be something to where I'll have to see what reviews come down for this. I know that in the interviews with Firaxis, they're saying that they first tried to kind of take the XCOM type gameplay, but they said that it seemed like it didn't work. And so it's not trying to be XCOM, even though that's their pedigree as far as being a developer and whatnot. And so they wanted to make the game into its own thing. And so you got to kind of applaud them for you know, as much as being restricted with this license, they're going to try to do what they're going to do with it so that everyone's happy on there. So, all right. And then, of course, throughout the um, Summer Games Fest, of course, there was a um, reveal trailer uh, with a date for Neon White, which I don't know if you remember, but it's a, like a super stylized shooter with where you're fighting in heaven on there i guess it's coming out on june 16th it's from the developer of donut county on that um i'm kind of going to keep an eye on it because it's it's like a shooter but it's a first person game but it uses a card-based combat as well so it's just uh, it looks very unique it looks like totally like a hundred percent like opposite of what the developer of donut county would come up with <laughs> for his next game and you know uh, i'm all there for like you know someone just trying new things and so and just like this game i'll have to see how well it does it's coming out on june 16th so i'll definitely keep an eye out for it on here there was also a trailer shown for this game called midnight fight express which is being published by humble games on here it's like a, a cyberpunk hotline miami but a lot of like hand-to-hand -hand combat on here. So I'm not sure if this is something you caught, Kev, or not to take a look at. If something that's being developed by one guy uh, in Eastern Europe. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with it at all or if you saw it at all. Yeah, I saw it. Um, I'm going to have to see some more. I'm going to have to take a second look at that, at that combat because I don't know. The... Melee combat at that perspective is very, eh, in my opinion. 
So yeah, at, see. at the sea, yeah, the guy that uh, developed it, um, he is a co-writer of, on Destiny 2 on here, but it uh, seems like he's just developing this game in Unity, and so at the sea, there is a demo up on Steam right now, it comes out in August, so we'll have to kind of see if we check it out, take a look at it, so. And then uh, next thing of note, uh, there was a couple of trailers shown from uh, Genshin Impact developer um, Hoyo on here with their Hoyoverse on here. And so they showed trailers for their next couple games coming out, including Honkai Star Rail and then Zenless Zone Zero on here um and uh, des what's your impressions of both of these games i mean i was impressed with the graphical fidelity and the art style and whatnot but uh not sure about the gameplay on either of these two games so why aren't you sure about the gameplay so you know um just watching the trailer i'm just not sure okay what type of game is this i know honkai star rail is supposed to be a tactical rpg on here i know that the um Zenless Zone Zero is more of an urban game, but I'm not sure exactly how it plays. If it's more like an action brawler, possibly. So I think they play exactly the same. <laughs> I hate to say it, but anything from that studio is going to be kind of hero based. Yeah, gotcha systems with with uh, with different skins on them. I mean, I think they take a lot of the same assets and they'll put it into different genres in order to see which one hits the best. Um, and then try to monetize it because they're all free games, and and I think that's just their 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 model. So I, for me personally, I mean, it looks great. Um, I thought the second game looked better than the first. The urban look to Does it. it Zenless Zen Zero. Yeah, yeah, I thought that looked pretty good. But again, it's a free to play gotcha game. So I honestly believe that it's going to play just like Genshin Impact, um, and you're going to be able to, you know, get your characters or get skins or get weapons, and and that's going to be what it is. So unfortunately, um, they look great, but for me uh, personally, they kind of lack a little bit of uh, substance and depth. I, I got, I thought uh, Genshin Impact was fantastic the first couple, the first couple times I played it, but when I when I really found out what the the, the loop was. It got really kind of boring. Um, it was really good just to look at it and look at the scenery and everywhere and go everywhere and do stuff, but but the whole thing was sort of shallow. So and I and I and I really hope that they do away with the um, with the character swapping, like it is in um, in Genshin. Like I did, I, I don't I don't like that personally. I like to get one character and do one thing with one character and then keep on going. The having to flip characters and do stuff, it just that that doesn't work for me, you know. But again, if it works for you out there, you know, feel free. And we have we have another buddy that plays that plays uh, Genshin and just enjoys the hell out of it. So, um no game is for everybody. So, but for me, I I'm just like, eh, I'm pretty cool. I I, I just makes you really want them to make like a real game that's not a cash grab. Or, or something for, mon for monetization, you know? Yeah, I think I would enjoy Genshin Impact a lot better if I could just, like, stick with one character and get the story of that one character versus just hopping from Avatar to Avatar all the time. Yep, yep. agreed. On there. I don't know how you feel about any of these games, Kev, but uh, I know they probably miss you, but I don't want to speak for you exactly, so. Well, to Genshin Impact, I knew I wouldn't like it when I tried that combat. That combat was just way too simplistic. There was no real meat behind it, and I, I 
their games. They know what they, they have. They know their market. So they're going to continue to do what has made them oodles and oodles of money already. So I doubt any of these games are for me. Be curious, and especially since they're free to play, who knows? And they're obviously going to be on Android and iOS, so I'm not sure how deep the gameplay is necessarily going to be. So, well, that 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 tells you right there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there is not good. That gameplay is not going to be deep, and uh, free to play. My time ain't free. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is definitely true. Our time is not free, so. Um, well, next thing that they showed and of note and probably the trailer of the entire Summer Games Fest, at least, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge had a release date trailer, and uh, it's coming out uh, this coming week on here, and they introduced a uh, sixth character, which happens to be uh, Casey Jones on here so and it is coming out um pretty dang soon it's coming out i believe let me get the date here on here and it is coming out on june the 16th digitally on here so it is being published by limited run so if you do want to get a physical copy you could go ahead and do that you don't necessarily have to order it from limited run on there, it's available in any number of retailers, including Target, Amazon, Best Buy. In fact, I already pre-ordered it on Best Buy's website on here. And those are coming out the end of July on there. And they did announce the game is going to be day one on Games Pass as well for you Xbox owners out there on there and, or PC owners if you want to play it on PC. So uh and i you know i'm pretty stoked for this game i actually pre-ordered it like i said to get the physical ps4 version but uh what's your all overall impressions of this trailer i'll go to you first des um why did you get the um why did you get the the super duper greatest of it i didn't get the super deluxe greatest i just got a physical copy so why did you get the physical copy because i want to play it on ps4 oh I mean, yeah. I mean, I I can understand that. I mean, I I I think it'll be fine. You know, I'm not I'm not really. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm probably definitely gonna try it. You know, I'll probably because you have it on PS4, I'll probably end up buying it for. Uh, sorry, I probably end up borrowing it first before before I take a look at it. <laughs> so, uh, Kev, what about you? Oh, yes, yeah, day one. Day one. I. I will probably buy the Switch version just so I can have a physical copy of it. Uh, um, I don't for... know about buying the Switch version. You know, well, usually, the, usually the Switch versions of stuff are not that good. Yeah, be completely but, honest. Yeah, but I mean, I for physical for physical copies for stuff that may not be around in print for very long. I have a feeling this game is not going to be is there is not going to be printed in as big a numbers as a as a typical. Uh, typical, typical physical game release is, and Switch games tend to hold their value a little bit better. I, I never thought about that. Another, yeah, that, that makes so, total sense. I didn't I'm think looking, about that. I'm looking speculatively at that. Uh, I'll just get it, keep it shrink wrapped, and hold on to it for posterity. 
but I'm I'm going to get it digitally on the PlayStation. I mean, yeah, I think that's probably the the way to go. I hadn't really thought about that. Now you think about it, hmm, hmm, good idea. Are yeah, you gonna I open? Mean, are you gonna open yours, uh, Joe? Yeah, I am opening my copy. I'm buying it to play it. So cool on here, and of course, you know, because it's limited run. Of course, they have uh, any number of different uh, ah, know, special run. edition, including a steel book. Uh, but I didn't want to pay an extra. Uh, like I think they have a big box PC edition with the steel book, a mouse pad, stickers. Jeez, they're uh, shameless. Yeah, it's coming with a bunch of stuff, and then they do have a uh, Uber Duber edition. They have a uh, limited Radical edition, which is uh, one ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, it comes in a box with uh, a VHS style box, a strategy guide, a steel book, a poster, soundtrack, mini arcade cabinet, a shadow box, a uh, Shredder's action figure, uh, blister box packaging, uh, reversible cover, and of course, every physical version from the regular edition up to the radical edition gets a free Pizza Hut personal pizza coupon See, in uh, the box. <laughs> that is actually good to go get a personal pan pizza from uh, Pizza Hut as is. It's an actually not a replica coupon. It's a actual existing coupon that you could use at your local Pizza Hut. So you get a per- free personal pan pizza on here so i really thought about you know that um i i don't know like i'm trying like i I, i'm definitely gonna gonna play it you know and i'm definitely going to you know get it i just don't know if i want to spend all that on it that just seems like a lot you know um to to spend on um on and i think the game is going to be good you know, I know it's going to be good, but it's like limited run will just will just suck all the money out of you if you let them. You know, the last thing that I really super bought from them was uh, Azure Striker 3 uh, because I like that system. I like that game. And um, so I'm definitely going to I definitely when I got that one. But I don't know about. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I definitely going to buy it, but I'm not sure if I'm going to uh, do the super the greatest version you know? Well, I order I order mine from Best Buy. It's available at regular retailers. You don't have to order through limited run. They I know, but sometimes these... it's sometimes it's fun to get that stuff, you know. Oh, I know. I know you're a big fan of tribute too, Des. So I was yeah. surprised that you weren't gonna buy this day one. So Because because I'm not sure where, where to buy it from. You know, and I'm not sure what what I'm gonna do um with it. You know, and where I'm going to get it. Although Kevin, Kevin's saying that you know you might want to get it from a um, uh, get it on on the Nintendo and um, on the Switch version, you know, and just keep it and not worry about it. I think that might be actually a good idea uh, to do, but but we'll see. Got it. I mean, but All yeah, right. I'm definitely going to buy it. I just just don't know where or when. Uh, also shown was a, a trailer for One Piece Odyssey, which is an <laughs> RPG based on the v- quite long-running anime One Piece on here. I, I'm a One Piece fan myself. I think that both you of you are. guys haven't really watched it too, too much. Um, I could tell from the trailer it looks okay, but uh, I, I think I was commenting to you, Des. 
I'll, I'll buy it for 20 bucks on a Steam sale, and that's kind of how I feel about it, at least until I, mean, I you're get not wrong. some of the systems on there. Um, also, they showed a uh, trailer for the Shin Megami Tensei Soul Hackers 2, which is coming out in August, uh, on August 25th on here and uh you know i'm also kind of you know i'm curious about this game i know that they're using unity to develop it and so it's coming out for you know everything under the sun ps4 ps5 xbox one series s and x and also on steam on here and i might give this game time to kind of you know come out see how well it does you know i still haven't played uh, some notable rpgs action rpgs i haven't played scarlet nexus yet on there and i remember your impressions of a kev so you know maybe i won't but and then i also want to play tales of arise which i just recently picked up for 20 bucks and so soul hackers 2 might not be uh day one get for me but i'm i'm curious about the motif i like that it's uh you know uh cyberpunkish you know it's a definitely in that same wheelhouse as persona just in a different you know type of character development and different gameplay on there so we'll definitely keep an eye out for that on there on uh, another game that there was shown that desmond thinks i want to play or try is this game called metal hellsinger on here it's a rhythm why are you being uh, why are you being like that you know you do I haven't posted I haven't posted the, the 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 gameplay trailer and you know they actually showed gameplay I actually posted it for you in our in our Discord. Thank you, but no, thank you, sir. <laughs> wow, thanks, Joe. You know, if if, if, they, if they introduce a new hip hop rhythm action game, I'm gonna put. Hey, Desmond, you love hip hop, don't you? Hell yeah! If it's good, fuck yeah, I'll give it a try. <laughs> the I'm not, you know, one of those guys that's all like, <clears throat> no, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it a try, you know? No, uh, yeah, this game, <laughs> you, 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 you miss me all this. Hey, hey, you like heavy metal, Joe? Why don't you like this? It's like... <laughs> no, not even like, not even like that. Like, I can say you can this ain't GHR. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything. You can see one. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Metal Hellsinger can can miss me with all their power metal. And hey, it has this vocalist from Lamb of God and all this other crap. I don't give a fuck. Sorry. I don't play rhythm action games. I don't give a fuck. I'm so hard over here swearing and stuff. So it's like. (laughs) Well, it is a metal game. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to be extreme over here. So, so. It, uh, to me, I don't know. It's, uh, I, th- I think the game is kind of pandering, but you know, hey, we made a game for you headbangers out there. Hey, we got all your favorite artists. It's like, come on, yeah, man, this crap. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds very some... game passy. This is this is like this is like I'm surprised this isn't on Game Pass. To be perfectly honest with you, it's not on the list yet, but we'll see. You know. So. But uh, next game that was shown is a game called Nightingale, which is a first-person PVE open-world survival crafting game on here. So, hey, Desmond, you kind of like those type of games. You like crafting and stuff. What do you think about Nightingale? You're a resident crafter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, why you why got it? 
No, um, actually, I think I think it looks pretty good. Um, the only reason I'm probably not going to end up playing it is because I just do not like um, the first person aspect of of games. So it's unfortunate, but I probably will will not be playing it just because of that. Again, I'm just not a really fun first person type of of player. So unfortunately, um, if it had a third person aspect to it. Uh, I might um, because I think the the aesthetic is is really kind of cool, but uh, I just don't think that's enough to pull me into it. But again, if it comes to console or, or I can get it on the cheap, you know, say on a on a sale, I'll definitely give it a try. You know, uh, because yeah, I, I like crafting games. Yeah, I like games like that. I think that they're I think that they could be fun, and I'm willing to try anything. Me too. Me too. So, sure. Thank you for being open-minded, Desmond. We really appreciate you. Oh, someone's got to be right. <laughs> yeah, God forbid. But yeah, Nightingale, yeah, it is uh, going to be uh, early access up on Steam, on there, and it has, does have full controller support. But unfortunately, no, it's all first person on that. So. Then, uh, of course, next thing that this showed, I don't know if we have any comment about this, but it was a Saints Row world premiere trailer with the Boss Factory demo. <sighs> so you could create your own boss on there, which is available on all your favorite console and uh, mobile devices. Oh, not mobile devices, but on Steam and Epic as well. And uh and I'm going to open up the floor because I haven't checked out, you know, any of the boss character demo. I don't really care about making my own character. I just want to know if this game's actually good or not. Um, that, that boss thing has been around before. They did that on their other games. Saints Row uh, 3, yeah. Yeah. Saints Row so, 3, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's not a, it's not a new thing. Um, I think it's cool that they uh, brought it back. I think it's a really good way to bring up... Um, to bring uh what is it called like knowledge to the to the, to the game and bring yeah. people in who might want who might not or are not sure yeah, i think it's the first time that you're actually going to get to see the um not the gameplay but it's the first time that you're going to be able to see like um the the actual character graphics yeah and the character yeah. Cu customization which is yeah. exactly what what i'm expecting uh, you can definitely all you can always make uh your characters looks look however you want in those games so that's why i'm kind of like it's kind of interesting uh, because you can literally make them look like whatever you want you can you know they're very open with the way with with, with the way you can create your character which i've always uh i've always enjoyed from uh from them but at the same time i don't know uh, I, I I don't I don't know about this game. I, I really yeah. don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. Uh, we watched just, it together, yeah. and I know that we said Bamba. You know, this is the, I think this game, especially with the date that's coming out in August and coming out before all the heavy hitters. I don't know how well it's going to do. I don't know which audience is really trying to speak to. I really court. don't know either, and I'm yeah. really concerned uh, because it looks like they're trying hard to to reinvent the wheel or still be relevant. And I don't know if they're interested in making a good game. 
or what they're interested in doing. Like, did you did you see anything uh, about it, Kev? Uh, the what it what it looked like. Did you see that trailer when they were showing it? I watched it, and yeah, this is a hard pass. This ain't Saints Row. I've been saying that since this game was announced. These guys have been throwing the legacy of Saints Row under the bus, calling it toxic, calling it, well, it, it Saints Row has its own era. Those prior games have their own place. And it's not, it miss me with all that. If, if you're not going to do a Saints Row game, just call it something else. Like I said, call it Barista's Gone Wild. I don't care what you call it. It's not Saints Row. It's not Saints mm-hmm. Row. You know, so... I think I'm really surprised this game didn't come to Game Pass. Uh-huh. This definitely has that Game Pass funk on it. So I no. Nah, you know, I, I say the more I craving, see about this game, the less in, the less interested I become. So that's just money saved. Saints Row the Third has an HD remaster that came out for PS4 and Xbox One, but they did patch it for PS5 and Series X and S, and you could pick up that game for ten bucks. So, I mean, if you're craving some Saints Row, well, right, that's that's right there and there, you know, on there. Nice. Just done before now. you di- dive into this, want to see, but. Uh, Next thing that they've shown that kind of got me interested, I know we were talking about back and forth between me and you, Des, was uh, Warhammer 40K Dark Tide on here. So this is coming out on September 13th on here. It's from Fat Shark, who also made the uh, Vermintide, Vermintide 2 titles on here. It definitely has some familiar uh, similarities to the Vermintide series on here uh, just in a more like you know modern 40k aspect versus old school warhammer on there and uh i'm kind of down for it i'm down to try it for sure so yeah me too like i'm i was looking at it and i was like okay you know i see what they're doing um it is vermin it, it is a futuristic vermintide set in the actual um area of uh um more to be uh 40k timeline it's like it's not fantasy um which is fine you know it doesn't need to be fantasy but but that's basically what's what we're in for with this and i'm totally fine for it um i really enjoyed vermintide i would love to go back and play it some more i know we have a ton of a ton of um dlc and stuff for it I, I, it's one of those games that you can just put in and you can just play and just kind of let it be what it's going to be. And you can, you know, play a little bit more of it, play less of it, whatever you want. It's just, it's just a really fun little game. Um, and I think that series uh, should probably get uh, some more love. So I'm happy that, that they were able to bring another version of it. Um, again, it's going to be pretty much a lot like a, a lot like the other one, so if you've played Vermintide, you've probably played this game, and and I'm totally fine with that. Again, yeah, the, well, the game is the 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 whole game is 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 fun. Um, I I really enjoy it. So yeah, I wasn't aware, but uh, actually, this uh, game was written by Dan Abnett. So uh, really, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so you know, if you're a fan of Marvel or DC, um, yeah, he's. Uh, it makes it even better for me. Quite a few things on here, including uh, such prior titles as like X Men, 
on there. I know he's done some Judge Dredd stuff, some Guardians of the Galaxy. I know he was. They were the ones that they were the ones that basically put Guardians of the Galaxy on the map. The DNA uh, uh, run. Same thing for me. They were my favorite era. And this is gonna sound blasphemous for you old timers, Joe. Uh, but they were my era of um, of the Legion too. So yeah, uh, the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You could kind of miss me with all that. Uh, uh, Keith Gibbon kind of. You know, uh, even though I, I you know, I'm gonna nerd out right now and say that the like Paul Levitt's uh, Keith Gibbon run in Legion of Superheroes back in the early '80s with the Dark Side Saga was I mean, pretty classic, damn cool. You know. Yeah. But, but I I definitely really enjoyed the new stuff. You know, it's just fine. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, very excited for that. <clears throat> I didn't know that, so that makes it even better. Uh, yeah, for... and it it is an Xbox console exclusive, and it is also going to be on PC as well. So uh, it is being on Games Pass day one. So I'm, you know. there you go. That's that's Games Pass is paying for itself. Thank you, Game Pass. There you go. Even even your cat agrees. So yeah, my cat loves it. She's like Game Pass for the win. I'm like, thanks, girl. <laughs> Anything of this, Kev? Or did you get a chance to check the trailer out, or is something that catches your eye? Or no, it's not for me. Got it. I thought okay. you enjoyed. Um, I thought you enjoyed. Um, I like. Uh, I like Space Marine. But I thought you liked Vermintide when we played it. You know, uh, the first mm. person. I mean, I think this is a bit more like. I think this is going to be a bit more like Destiny than than the actual fantasy, uh, version of um. Uh, Vermintide. So that's what I'm thinking. It's, you're actually going to have, you know, guns, and and it's going to be more of a. In my opinion, it looks like it's going to be more of a Destiny, but in the um, uh, but in the um, uh, uh, Warhammer, the 40k and the future stuff. So I don't know. I think I think you might actually. I think you might actually like it. I think I think you might actually like it. Well, if you keep your Game Pass subscription, which I'm not sure if you're going to or not, but. Uh... I'm uh, not. I'll just answer that question right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. After what I saw today, nah, I'm good. Yeah, it kind of brings us to what's coming in our discussion in a little bit. But uh, also shown uh, a trailer for Gotham Knights focusing on Nightwing. I thought it looked pretty cool. I don't know if it's day one for me or not. Um, Dez, I'm going to kick it over to you because, you know, we're noted comic book geeks a little bit. Uh, is Gotham Knights something to get your kind of interest uh, day one oh, yeah. on this? So. Definitely. I don't know if it's going to be day one, but I'm definitely going to play it. Um, I I mean, I I don't know. Like, I know it's a two-player game, and I'm definitely much much more of a fan of uh, four-player games. And I think this this game would really um, would have really benefited from a four-player game, a four-player mode, uh, because there's there's yeah. literally four players in the game, and so we can all. Like I'll play Gar- Barbara Gordon, that's fine. Because if y'all don't want to play her, that's fine. I'll be I'll be Oracle. But but for me, it just seems like it would have been better to have um, have it four player instead of uh, a, a a co-op game. But co-op is fine too. You know, I really want to. I really hope that they're in the future uh, installments. They add the other Robins, like Spoiler or Cassandra Kane. Um, I think those are the people that I'm kind of holding out for because they are, those are the ones that, that I would like to see as well. But uh, I don't, I don't know if it's a day one. I, I want to say it is, but honestly, I'm, I'm not sure. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, Joe. 
Um, and, you know, it's point. coming out late October. So, I mean, if you don't buy it day and date, I mean, Black Friday would probably, if price is your detriment on there. Uh, I know, at least from what I saw retail wise, is that uh, like Best Buy and other retailers are offering a $10 gift card with purchase of the game on here. So, and uh, obviously they have a, Deluxe edition, that's a couple, like $20 more, but it has like DLC with gear and cosmetics and so on and so forth, which, you know, I don't really don't know how much you would mark up for it. And then it has some Batman Beyond skins and stuff like that included. So, mm, I mean, I'm kind of not really like Batman Beyond is fun, but I'm not sure if it's enough for me to be all like, you know, oh my God, I got to get that, you know, but I don't know. I, I like that you were. When we were watching it, you were like, who's that? And I'm like, that's Nightwing. And then, uh, but they, yeah, they showed all those I, different costumes, and you were like, um, I'm like, no, it's just a different costume. It's all Dick Grayson. So, but that was what was funny because I was like, some of these costumes are not that nice. Like, they're not, they were not good. Like, that's another thing. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, who designed some of these costumes? Cause I'm like, y'all are obviously don't know what you're doing with some of these costumes <laughs> so so it was just well, kind of funny to me i'll have to see we'll see how it plays for sure you know that being a co-op game i might pick it up day one if you pick it up and vice versa so we'll see if we well i mean if you're gonna pick it up day one and and it looks like something that's just something that you want to do then then yeah i probably will end up picking it up that way we can play it together um i i and of course, you know, the whole thing about like, you know, oh, Batman's dead. I'm like, he ain't dead. Batman ain't dead. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here with that. Batman's dead. Like, shut up. But anyway. Where's Bane at? <laughs> Whatever. Don't even try it. I uh, know. So. <laughs> and then last but not least, in this Summer Game Fest uh, uh, discussion, uh, they Jeff Keighley brought Neil Druckmann of Naughty Dog onto stage. Uh, they showed some uh, concept Part of a multiplayer Last of Us title that they're working on that they're going to unveil next year. But uh, even before this uh, Summer Games Fest aired, they, Sony already let the cat out of the bag and uh, the Last of Us Part 1 was announced. And so it's a remake of The Last of Us on here that they are bringing out. It's coming out in September. Uh, retelling a lot of people were throwing up some shade because, you know, obviously it's a PS5 game, so it's coming out for... Uh, your standard retail price of $69.99 on here, which, you know, some fans out there, oh, you're going to pay $70 for that? You know, so some people are uh, kind of indecisive about it because of the fact that, you know, they've shown plenty of stills between the PS4 version of, of Last of Us, the PS3 version of Last of Us, and then, of course, this PS5 remaster on there. And obviously it does look a lot better, but, uh, you know, you know, it just depends. I'm kind of want to take a wait and see attitude. I'm not sure myself on here. Kev, I know you had some opinions on this, so I wanted to discuss that as far as your opinion on the remaster. Um, I'm not buying it, at least not at $70. But those same mm -hmm. people that are moaning and groaning about the graphics, that's not the only thing that this is a remake. This is not a remaster. They are employing the controls for Last of Us 2. If you never played Last of Us 2, you don't understand how much better the game controls than the first game. Um, Ellie or whoever you're using, 
you actually move like an action hero as opposed to the first game which was much more stilted uh much more stiff in your actions and in your movements and in what you could actually do the melee combat is much better in the second game uh the fluidity from melee to range combat is is butter smooth that does not exist in the first game and people hear what they want to hear <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um this this is a remake graphically it is it is is a vast improvement over both versions and mechanically it is a vast improvement over both versions so uh will i be getting it yes will i be paying 70 dollars for it no uh this is something that i will can definitely pick up once the price drops uh i'm a fan of the last of us series so i will definitely be getting it but just not at launch and you know saying people saying that this is just a graphic a, a, a graphic upgrade either did not pay attention or are looking at through their their uh console warrior glasses yep console warrior glasses is definitely in place in this because you know i am uh we mentioned mentioned the podcast name before i'm on another show called gh radio and of course in our little discussion in our group there alfred which is a big last of us fan is super excited for the remake of last of us part one but eric bichard asked him directly you're going to pay 70 dollars for that like like it's just a remaster you know like just take an attitude of a like uh what is this you know why is it 70 bucks why isn't it day one on games pass i don't know but <laughs> you know you can't like i've said you can't get ruth chris on dollar menu off the dollar menu prices you mm-hmm. can't uh, God bless Alfred because I think he's going to pay seventy bucks for this. I, you know, I might not pick it up money. one, but money is money. So, and of course, for you PC fans out there and people that want to play this on the Steam Deck, it is not being released day and date on PC, but will be coming out really soon after this version is out for PS5. So, will be out on Steam probably before the end of the year, more than likely. So. So, for, you know, get all the attention due to the Last of Us TV show and everything that uh, Sony's working on in that aspect. So, so that was Summer Games Fest. All in all, kind of a, a C-minus uh, grade for me. Uh, if you had to put a grade on it, Des, what would you give it? Uh, I'd probably give it a solid... I mean, I don't know. I'd probably give it a solid C. Maybe a C-plus. Uh, there were a couple things that I that I was interested in, and I thought it was I thought it was fun. So, but we'll see. Good deal. How about you, Kev? Uh, letter grade? Oh, this is a D. Straight up D. Yeah, the reason it's a D is because I had to listen to The Rock shill his energy drink. Ah. You know, I am a I am a fan of The Rock, and no shade on the man, you know. But to get paid. I don't I don't tune into a game. Uh, an E3 game pre- game presentation to listen to a celebrity hawk his his uh, sugar filled energy drink that's going to give you diabetes and talk about his new movie. I, I-, I don't tune in for that. Don't. It's, it's, good, it's, it's Dwayne Johnson. Come on. And and hey, much <laughs> love to the brother. I mean, uh, attitude era, The Rock all day long. That's my dude. But I didn't tune in to this to watch The Rock 
uh, shill his energy drink and and hype his movie. I didn't. So that's why I call it a D. Got it. Yeah. It would have been like a C minus. It would have been like a C minus or a C, probably a C minus. I'm being, you know, but it's not like The Rock knocked it down all that far. It it, it wouldn't have taken, it didn't take much to bring this from a C minus to a D, let's be honest. But the the corporate shilling, (laughs) the corporate shilling (laughs) put it down to a D. And I, you know, pour one out for you fine folk out there that if you are, you know, a big fan of Jeff Keighley or, you know, want to get, absorb all this Summer Games Fest business. But, uh, you know, pour one out for the, the fine folk that showed up at the IMAX theater and paid 20 to 25 oh, bucks to man. watch Jeff Keighley. heated. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been heated. I spent my, oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, Eventually, when me and Des watched it, we were liberally fast-forwarding it, as is, uh, not watching it live, you know. So uh, we definitely kind of jumped where we needed to jump and kind of go from there. <laughs> so, which you know, um, having watching uh, Keeley Fest previously, you know, uh, you know, even with the. Um, Game Awards, you know, I want to liberally fast forward that as well. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, so mm-hmm. you know, they don't call him the Dorito Pope for nothing. So, <laughs> you know, so, so Bill's got to get paid. Yeah, got it, got That's it. Right. Things are not free. I, I, so. ain't, I ain't, you know, no shade on the man on his hustle, but yeah, I, I definitely know to watch these things uh, restream. Yeah. And, you know, I know we both me and Desmond were saying, like, you know, he just seems a little bit too car salesman-ish, at least lately, <laughs> for my taste. Hey, he's least. trying to get paid. He ain't worried mm-hmm. about us. No. <laughs> let's oh, not sit here. Let's hey. not sit here and pretend that he's doing this for the love of the games. I'm sure, yes. Does he love games? Yes. Is he a gamer? Yes. Absolutely. But my man is out here. To, he saw a need with E3 falling through the cracks and he says, hey, I see an opportunity for me to get, get paid. So let's let's not let's not white knight him. Let's not Phil Spencer this guy and uh, and just ex- and accept it what it is. It is a business venture and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. I'll yeah. just watch it on the restream when I can fast forward the crap I don't care about. There you go. Mm hmm. Uh, speaking of crap, we don't care about. Oh wait, no, that's a bad segue. <laughs> wow, Actually, that was gonna... a great segue. Oh, one thing, you hit it just about on did, the head. <laughs> one thing we did not talk about that was not on it is they did do a uh, day of the dev, and I do have to say that I'm just going to give my one quick plug for day of the dead. Um, day of the dev, dev. Day of the dev. Thank you. Is they are really out here trying to make like interesting games are they games for everybody no definitely not they are definitely trying to do something different and i'm here for it but uh i i I don't know it's like i'm glad that they have a um an outlet to be able to look at uh games that are that are not typically seen due to uh uh, the 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 triple A space. So so for that, I I'm happy that they're there. Uh, having said that, 
Uh, some of the games were just a little, like, a little too esoteric for 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 my tastes, you know. And I'm a pretty, oh yeah, like that fly game, man. I, yeah, I, being yeah. a being a fly and stuff, and it's like your your whole purpose is to live a life of a fly and and kind of fly around and and do weird stuff. And I was just like, mm. so I mean, they are definitely they they have taken the thought of you know, new new gameplay experiences, experiences being the operative word. And like, just they ran with it. They ran with it. They fed it. They <laughs> birthed it. They're, whew, there's a lot of weird ass games that are coming out that just, they are not run of the mill. And, and I think if you want something different or you're interested in different experience video game with different experiences definitely check out day of the dev you will not be disappointed like yeah we did watch that in fact the stuff, uh, but, but the stuff was just so bananas like some of the stuff i was just like like i don't get it like i i i, I consider myself a pretty open gamer but some of the stuff i just couldn't get I, I just was like i don't know what the hell's going on you know <laughs> yeah the one game planet of lana uh, I thought looked pretty cool and it had a really uh, clean, very beautiful art style. So yeah, but that that's coming day day and date on Games Pass. So yeah, I know we're not really going to spend a lot of time on it, which is totally fine because it was very very uh, very very niche games. But but if you're interested in niche games, definitely check out uh, the the live the stream from Day of the Dev. I think I think you will definitely. At least find something uh, that you haven't seen before. Like, definitely. Whether well, that's a good thing or a bad thing is up to you. But definitely, definitely. Um, give it, give it some time. Give, it, check it out. I yeah. know from that from that showcase, I think you're interested in Little Nemo, right? Dennis? Oh, that game looks up. Well, I, I am a sucker for Little Nemo. So I think out of all the games that I saw, that was the game. It looks like a classic. Thank you for reminding me about that. It's like a classic, you know, eight uh, bit sort of little nemo um game and because little nemo is in is in public domain anyone can make what they want about it so there you go but but yeah um check it out um if you're if you just want to look at weird ass games check it out <laughs> yeah definitely for sure it's bananas so, speaking of bananas hey uh there was a microsoft xbox and bethesda game showcase that uh showed earlier today on here and we'll kind of go and talk about the at least some highlights from it uh on there uh highlights maybe low lights for some of uh, us here depending on our opinions and so on and so mm -hmm. forth so uh but the show led off with a uh little re gameplay reveal of uh arcane's redfall on here so that's the uh game that you know, i think in the prior episode we couldn't remember the name of <laughs> when it got delayed mm. <laughs> on here it's a first person uh, four-player action game where you're fighting vampires on here so but yeah uh during the motif they did show some gameplay it looked kind of i would say it looked okay it looked good um i didn't dig on the like narration that they were giving through the match it kind of looked to like prior microsoft e3 ish to me i don't need to have the narrative in the gameplay say oh let's get this guy now oh the crap so on there um any of you two happen to watch redfall or get any impressions of it um i think it, i have no i have no impression of it i honestly just okay 
you know, I, it, I'll probably end up, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be on games pass. So, um, I will check it out on, on games pass, uh, with you all, if you decide to, to play it. It, it, yeah. it didn't. There wasn't anything that stood out from that that made me like, oh my god, I gotta play this fucking game like right now. Like it was just, it just was not. This was not there for me, and that doesn't mean that it's good or bad. It just, it just, I was just kind of like meh. Like I really, it was just a ginormous meh, you know. Yeah, and to um, me, it's like okay, it's just the proof of concept, and you know, I get the CDs, you know, uh, vampire type game you know i don't there was nothing that was you know made me super excited about it. i mean it just that was just the thing i was just like okay you know it looks it looks like a game you know that that i could kill some time with you guys with so it's like okay you know and i think that's what sometimes you know these 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 creators are going for like you know a stable game that people can just you know play and have fun with you know and i think sometimes that's okay and sometimes like you want a little bit more you know and i just don't know yeah. where i'm at with some of these games right at this point right now and this because this was definitely one of those games where it just seemed like you know hey you know we can if you want to play this come on let's have some fun Woo-hoo. you know it yeah. it, it just didn't it, it just didn't like there, there was nothing like straight up calling to me you know like it just looked okay you know just I don't know. I just wasn't excited about it. Yeah. Not good or bad or different. It just just, just didn't look exciting. Any comments about Redfall, Kev? Um, I think Redfall was the game that set the tone for the rest of the show. If I gamed on mobile, this would have been an exciting show. Because about Uh, 90% of what I saw looks like it could be played on my tablet or played on my phone. This, but none of these games, with the exception of maybe two or three, really sell the idea of a console or even a PC for that matter, a gaming oriented PC for that matter. All this stuff was this was phone ready, phone ready stuff. And as you as most of this stuff had at the end, game free to you know, play it on Game Pass, X Cloud. Game Pass, xCloud, all these games, about 80-90% of them ready for that mobile, and they look it. Mm. And Redfall just kind of set the standard for that. You know. Like, yeah, it just, it just didn't, like, the graphics were just okay. Like, it doesn't look like you know and it, and it kind of makes sense if it's if it's you know mobile ready and and if it's you know gonna be on um um you know being able to play streaming um then i mean it makes sense that it would look like this so it makes I mean, sense but speaking from the perspective of a console gamer or a pc gamer i didn't spend 500 dollars to play mobile ass games yeah it, i get it I didn't spend fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars to play mobile ass games. I can do that on my phone. I can do that on my tablet. Yeah. This, I, you know, I, I didn't. This, this is this, this, this isn't. This isn't. Now, now, granted, I didn't spend anything on my Xbox. Thank goodness. <laughs> but this isn't what. This isn't why we bought. Why we spend five hundred dollars on the console. 
it's not yeah and 80 to 90 percent of what they showed in my opinion could be played on a phone could be played on a tablet and that ain't i i i that that that's i ain't here for that not after you know not after spending for what most people would have spent 500 plus dollars on this series x 250 for the series s whatever i could have saved i could have pocketed that money and paid for my gotchas on mobile <laughs> so yeah redfall really didn't do anything for me in particular yeah next thing but it they did set the pace uh... did set the tone Next thing they showed was Hollow Knight Silk Song with a lot of Nintendo Switch uh, fans have been waiting for Nintendo to drop the release date for, and there was no release date here for it, but got to know that it's coming on Games Pass Day 1 once it is released on here. Uh, I think uh, Xbox came later to state that it will be out by September of 2023 is when it will be out, so... On there, it's not the actual release date, but they don't have an actual release date for it yet. But uh, the first Hollow Knight's on Games Pass, and so I'm sure for fans of that series, uh, this definitely is something that was kind of something of note on here. I know at least for me browsing the the threads on Resetera that people were excited that uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song was going to be day one on Games Pass. So. So and then the next game that they showed was uh, from the co-creator of uh, Rick and Morty uh, and Solar Opposites, a, a game called High on Life on here where all the guns talk. And uh, uh, I, I'm to me, I don't know, this whole trailer just kind of missed me on there. So I'm not a Rick and Morty fan. No, neither am I. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, Des, but yeah, I'm like kind of okay. Not a Rick and Morty fan. Nothing yeah. against them, but I'm just never really got into Rick and Morty or the or the the style of of uh, their humor. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, cool. If it's if it's out there for you, more power to you. Yeah, and then uh, next thing that they showed was a. Um, thing where they have aligned with riot games for all of your favorite mobas and first person mm. shooters and uh, they basically have come to agreement with games pass to bring all champions and league of legends and league of legends wild rift and then also legends of runeterra uh, valorant you can get all everything unlocked for free on games pass which is might be a big deal for a lot of people out there that play those games, I am kind of indifferent. I think all of us are probably indifferent. Yeah, I, I just don't play MOBAs. Um, but again, if they're coming to if they're coming to the system, and they're not coming to the system, it's not coming to Xbox, <laughs> which well. makes no sense compared to the rest of the stuff that they showed. Well, never. I'm mind. like, why? I totally missed. I totally missed that. Then sorry. Why? A lot of people were confused. Yeah, a lot of people were confused. Yeah, it's like, oh, League of Legends coming to console finally. And it's like, okay, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> you just got your champions unlocked and that's it. So, well, that's kind of annoying. PC and mobile. It's like, why not? If you're going to go for true unification, have it across everything. 
there shouldn't be a difference between Game Pass on PC <sighs> and console. This is because you have these, these mobile ass looking games al already coming to the console, so why not just go for the full Monty? Uh, it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm. I was yeah. that's disappointing. Yeah, next yeah, thing I, I totally was... thought that it was coming, and I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool, but no, okay. not coming at all. Yeah, um, must must they have a wild card later in their arrangement with Riot Games that they're going to bring these games to console? But yeah, it's all just. Hey, we're pay we're paying for all of your unlocks on your PC and mobile versions of these Riot games. So, well, enjoy on there. Whether whether you know, and now Riot's been developing some uh, games on their own, and if they come day and date on Games Pass, uh, like I know Airship Syndicate that really recently released a uh, RPG uh, based on one of Riot Games' uh, properties on there. Oh, there. I know that you picked that up, Des. I think right. I picked it up too. I haven't played it yet. So yeah, uh, yeah. So we'll see if those games come, and maybe it's a little bit more exciting for us console players. On there, uh, they also showed a gameplay for a Plague Tale Requiem, which is due out in 2022. On here, uh, good news for the people that like that first game. On there, and then we got to see all the updates for various titles. Uh, of course, we got to see the reveal for Forza Motorsport, which is coming out in 2023. Uh, I think being Sim, that you're not excited for this at all, right, Kev? Nope, wasn't excited for GT. We're not excited for this. Don't do sim racers anymore. Yeah, one thing that's kind of cool I is have that no they kind of one way or the other. It looks pretty, but they've already poked holes in the, you know, not that it really matters to me, but they've already been poking holes in the in their stuff, you know. But I don't know if that's really console warrior nonsense or if it's actual legitimate issues with the fidelity and their ray tracing techniques that they're using. Probably have to wait for more uh, concise uh, scientific measurements of all that for those who care about all that stuff. But again, it's a sim. I ain't playing it, just like I didn't play Gran Turismo. So, yeah, one thing that, <laughs> that's kind of for fans of that series, they're not doing an Xbox One version. They have uh, just made this a Series X and S exclusive along with PC. So. Then we got to see all of the updates. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator has the Halo uh, Pelican uh, dropship. Yeah, on here. Hey, guess what? Overwatch 2 is coming day and day. Oh, guess guess what? It's free to play now. It's not just coming out on Xbox. It's coming out for everything, including PlayStation. So, surprise, surprise! It's coming out on October 4th. On there, uh, there is a new. Uh, History game, which I thought was Civilization 7 Electric Boogaloo. It's uh, some game called Ara History Untold. Also, coming not out. coming to console, I don't think. And yeah, yeah, yeah. day one Games Fast on PC only. So, yeah. It's funny. Uh, and then, of course, all your updates uh, Bethesda ESO's latest expansion, High Isle, is coming out later this month. Of course, this is not Games Pass, so you do have to pay for it just in case you want to play it. Uh, then we have the latest DLC for Fallout 76, The Pit, that's coming out. That will be on Games Pass. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, Hot Wheels expansion, got a trailer. If you want to play it, guess what? You got to pay. It's not free on Games Pass, so 
Too bad. So sad. Then we got to see Vin Diesel ride a freaking dinosaur in Arc 2. <laughs> Man, you want to talk about that was just so that was so cringe. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. That's Look, coming I'm out so, 2023. So I'm this badass riding this T-Rex. Uh, it's like we still seen have seen no gameplay of this game. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't know. He's always, he, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, like family, I'm, man. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, and then from from Vin Diesel riding a dinosaur, we got to go to uh, our latest console launch exclusive, Alien Penis. Yes, Scorn (laughs) has a release date, October 21st. Uh, Here, day one confirmed on Games Pass. So, yes. (laughs) Yes. You know... (laughs) So if you want to put your alien tentacle penis somewhere, guess what? Uncle Phil and Aaron Greenberg got you on lock. I don't get it. No. I don't get it. Next game they showed, the game called Flintlock. The Siege of Dawn actually looked pretty cool. It's coming out early 2023. It is a fan action RPG on here. It's from the developers of Ashen, which is a game I've never tried, but I've been curious about on here. Uh, I think I remember. Did you try Ashen before, Des? Yeah, I played it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's not bad. Uh, it is a like a Souls-like, and it's a co-op, and you run around, do Souls-like things. It's not bad or good. It's just kind of there i mean it's not again it's not a bad game it's just uh, it just takes the 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 um what it say it just takes the the um what would be the word it takes the the souls like genre and then just kind of adds a little bit to it but nothing that is so like oh my god you know this is awesome kind of situation it's just okay yeah, and this this game does have some third person gun and axe combat, and there's a, a cute companion that goes along with you. I was actually interested in, in what they showed on this. Uh, you know, it's day one confirmed on Games Pass. It's coming out early 2023, but it's coming out for everything under the sun too. It's coming out for P, uh, Steam and Epic. It's coming out for all Xbox consoles. It's coming out for PS5 and PS4 uh, mm-hmm. as well. So just in case you're interested, you can. Decide to play it elsewhere if you want to check it out elsewhere. If need be, no necessarily have to rely on day one confirmed with the Games Pass on there. So, Woo-hoo! Games Pass on there. And then, of course, uh, Minecraft maker Mojang announced Minecraft Legends, a new action strategy game coming out next year, which is, you know, day one Games Pass, of course. Uh, another console exclusive, you know, launch title is a game called. Lightyear Frontier. It's kind of looking like Stardew Valley with uh, first-person gameplay and robots. I'm kind of indifferent. I think all of us are probably indifferent. Yeah. On there, um, they announced a console port for a game that I actually own on Steam. It's a roguelite action game, Gunfire Reborn, which is coming out in August, uh, October. Excuse me. On here, and I'm actually interested in this game. I, I bought it on Steam. I've been wanting to play it. Kind of has some Borderlands-esque elements in a um, roguelike kind of 
uh, setting on here, and it's uh, you know basically has uh, different creatures, including cats. So I don't know if Des, if this would be up your alley or not, but uh, it might be something we could probably want to do. Is it on? on Games is it on Games Pass? Is it on Games Pass? Yeah, and I won't play it. <laughs> It combines some FPS elements, some roguelike elements, and some RPG elements in a Borderlands type thing. You could play up the four-player co-op on this bad boy. So you said the magic word, Games Pass. You got it. Next thing they showed was a kind of another game I was interested in. It's called A Last Case of Benedict Fox, which is a new detective adventure game, but it's done in a side-scrolling style and uh, had a good like art style to it on here some people are saying that's like a like a jazz age gothic metrovania if you want to call it that so or like some lovecraft huh. elements to it so i definitely recommend that you check out the trailer for this because i felt that uh, it was something that kind of was cool it's coming out uh, spring 2023 it's coming out for pc and xbox series x and s it is a games pass exclusive like everything else that was shown on there um one of the better trailers they showed in my opinion yeah definitely something that is kind of caught my eye on here um they showed another trailer for ask dust falls which is an interactive drama on here um you kind of miss me with this i don't really care definitely about this. miss like, me with that yep do not care i don't know if you care des enough to remember what this game is or what so. no i mean again uh games for all you know is my motto yeah. but for me i was like eh. Eh. exactly it, it just was a bit kind of eh. not yeah, good not bad <laughs> now the the next game i'm kind of interested in this is a game that's been on my steam wish list and it's coming out as a game pass console exclusive it's a uh, narica and blade point which is a battle royale uh, kind of samurai game that's been a huge hit on PC. It is a battle royale, 60 player like combat game on there. Uh, they kind of deem it as Sekiro style battle royale. I, you know, don't know if that is something to say it's as deep as something like Sekiro or not. But uh, anything, a uh, thought on this, Kev, of anything as far as. Uh, uh, the games that were shown is are you interested or because it's a battle royale it's pretty much a hard pass for you battle royale typically means hard pass for me i mean we've been down this road before with these beat-em-ups online beat-em-ups they don't work out too well they don't um <sighs> no I I I kind of I'm kind of on a wait and see, but when's your Game Pass run out? Middle of July. Okay, that comes out June 23rd. I already have it like set to download, so if you want to try it, Kev, I'm down to try it. So I'm All keeping right. an open mind. So. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to ring you in just in case you're not interested, but um, I'm definitely gonna at least download it, whether I actually get to it or not. It's a whole other thing in a nutshell, but. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. This is another game. Graphically, looks like it could be played on my tablet, on my phone, you know. Yeah. Just, which seemed to be the, with a couple of exceptions, 
seemed to be the grand theme of this. I could be, and because they're on cloud, you can play them on your tablet or your phone. And the graphics show that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a graphics core quote unquote, but damn, uh, can a brother get some, get some polygons? Can a brother get some shaders? Can a brother get something that makes it looks like, Hey, this $500 console is putting, is cranking out some images that are pleasing to my eye. I didn't see a whole lot of that. Didn't. Outside of Forza and, um, you know, maybe one or two, uh, other games, but yeah. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Next, next game that showed, I'm not sure if you ch- caught this trailer or not, Des, but this, uh, it's from Obsidian. It is a game called Pentiment. And I it's, didn't. uh, it's actually it's coming from the director of Fallout New Vegas and Pillars of Eternity, and oh. uh, it does have it's a narrative focused murder mystery. It's definitely just the really stilted graphics, a lot of dialogue trees, kind of has a little bit of a disco Elysium type elements to it at least on here, and uh, you do play a uh, particular artist on a trying to solve a murder mystery uh, while studying at an abbey. It's based in the 16th century. So, um, so it looks there. It is game pass day one and it's coming out in the fall. So I'll have to take a look at that. Yeah, definitely I'll definitely have to look at it, you know? Yeah. Uh, then the next thing that they showed was a 1.0 version of a game we know well uh, on this particular show. So Obsidian's Grounded is finally getting a full release finally in september yes finally join 10 other million players out there that has tried grounded on there um maybe maybe not um zero don't include us 10 well actually you can include me and des in the 10 million players because we did play grounded for a minute mm-hmm. so we did we tried it out yeah, that's your harsh <laughs> tried it out and i was like this is grounded okay i can say that i played it Honey, I shrunk the Negroes, indeed. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is all right. And, and, uh, yeah. But definitely, uh, I'm definitely nothing, not, not check, yeah. checking out the 1.0. You could, yeah, I don't think I'm going to check out the 1.0. I mean, for, I mean, it's only been, what, like three years or two years? since? Uh, it's, it's been like a year and a half, I think. It, it's, it hasn't it been seems long, so much so. longer. Like, seriously. Oh, I'm, I I'm not trying to be like an asshole or something but it did seem longer like it did seem like it was in 1.0 for a very long time so or sorry or zero you know early access early access like it seemed like he was there for a bit for like a minute so yeah uh next game that show is actually kind of interesting it's kind of something to where i'm interested in this one it's called uh early band shadow legacy it is a stealth action platformer game that kind of reminded me of uh, the legend of zelda game a link between worlds a little bit because you're kind of moving between uh, shadows and, and doing stealth and doing stealth kills and all this other stuff so it kind of 
thought and I thought it looked interesting. So it's definitely a Games Fast Day One game that's launching out in 2023. So we'll have to definitely check out more when it comes out. It is also coming out for Steam as well on there. So I think one of the games I particularly thought was looked good from the trailer that was shown. So. And then, uh, of course, they kind of blew out Diablo 4 a little bit. They showed a new character, Necromancer, is coming out. It is coming out in 2023 on here. Uh, They did show some gameplay. It is coming out for everything under the sun, including PlayStation, Xbox, PC, you name it. It's coming out for it on there. Everything is going to be cross-play and cross-progression across all platforms on here and they kind of showed a little bit of the game and it has a lot of uh, live service elements to it Mm -hmm. so uh, sanctuary is going to be quote-unquote massive character customization is richer and more extensive there's going to be over 140 dungeons in the game Uh, it's going to be an open-ended experience without a per se path to follow in games going to feature nightmare dungeons dedicated pvp zones so you actually people could kind of uh, especially if you get a higher level character and if you go in these PVP zones can try to take you out on there. And, uh, you know, of course, tons of Paragon boards, so on and so forth. And uh, we'll have to see once this game comes out next year. I'll probably be playing it uh, more than likely on PlayStation if I'm going to play it on there. Um, I don't know if this is a trailer that you caught before you, uh, after you got back from Vegas or not, Des, but... Uh, I've always been a fan of the Necromancer. Um, uh, so, and I think Diablo uh, 4, they need... I mean, I'd, I would love to see what the specs are for for the um, uh, for Diablo Immortal because, like, the ratings are just kind of killing it. So, like, I would love to see, like, how good or bad it is because I would love to see what's going on with it and to see if this has actually, like, been been like you know oh my god this is such a really good game or something because um i i just want to i just want to know like what's going on um with diablo uh because they really for me it seems like they need a hit so um i did not see uh this trailer though i have played the necromancer before so i do know uh about the class um and i need to watch it just to see what's going on um, because I was kind of like, this is kind of cool. So, uh, Kev, what do you, you, I mean, Diablo put you to sleep, right? That's the third one did. Yeah. This, the, the kind of like the detached gameplay. I don't know. It it looked pretty. I think this one looks better than the last one personally. Yeah. It looked, it looked okay, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) you feel what you feel i'm not trying to get you articulate something you, you know we'll have to take a wait and see attitude on that yeah it's definitely uh, wait and see uh sea of thieves new trailer enough yeah. about that um new game from coco cucumber the developer of echo generation ravenlock got announced Interesting art style, kind of uh, pixel graphics in a 3D element. Uh, kind of, I think uh, out of the game shown, this was kind of a world premiere. It's something that is interesting that I'm going to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, they also have a new game called Cocoon. No, it's not the 80s movie with uh, all your old 
Wilford Br- Brumfrey and uh, you know, like uh, all the your uh, wonderful actors in that bad boy. Now this is a new game from Diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> so this is a uh, kind of puzzle platforming game uh, from one of the gameplay designers of Limbo and Inside. On here, you kind of play as a fly person and going back, back forth in different spheres on here. And a fly person. Fly person, yes. Fly girl. That's just what fly I was girl. thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, damn, you play fly girl. Fly girl. Fly girl. Fly girl. Yes. Sorry. I immediately thought the same thing you did. Okay. I see what you're doing over here. Okay. Bye bye. So, yeah, Cocoon was shown. And then, of course, Phil came out for all your big announcements. Your big, hey, we, we talked, you know, we love, you know, you love Saint your Phil. Japanese games. You know, you love the Japanese games. So, uh, Saint Phil came with, to bless. He came to bless us. Yes, he came to bless us. So, there was a mysterious trailer uh, shown with a Team Ninja and Tecmo Koe. Uh, announcement on here so Wo Long Fallen Dynasty was shown on here and yeah though this game is definitely something that's in the mix um this is a team ninja joint uh as far as gameplay this is kind of based you know just like Neo was kind of based in Japanese uh, mythology this is based on Chinese mythology and so uh, they did get uh, Fumahito Yasuda, which was the producer of Neo, and then Masata uh, Kamagawa. I'm going to butcher the Japanese, the producer of Bloodborne. Of course, all the Xbox fans are like, oh, look, it's just like the second coming of Bloodborne coming to our console on Games Pass. Well, uh-huh. what? no, it is a mm-hmm. action-packed story from the Team Ninja um developer on there where it's basically we don't know much about it we just got got to see a narrative trailer on here but it's definitely an action game it is a dark fantasy version of the later han dynasty where demons plague the three kingdoms on there uh we don't Damn, have I idea for gameplay but this shouldn't look pretty cool uh, what you what you're feeling on this kev I can't get hyped over trailers anymore. Yeah. I need to see gameplay. Well, I'll have to see uh, gameplay, but, you know, it is day one games pass, but a lot of people were asking, oh, you know, what's going on with this? Is this game pass exclusive? What's going on here? Of course, uh, if you read between the lines, of course, this is a Japanese developed game coming out in Japan and in Asia. It's not going to be an Xbox game pass exclusive afterwards (laughs) yes it's coming out for playstation 5 xbox series consoles playstation 4 xbox one and also pc so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. if if it's good i'll be playing it out playing it there (sighs) i mean if it comes out on games pass i'll try it yeah it's coming on games pass there you go so so game pass paying for itself yet again yes and then, of course, uh, Phil also came out after that trailer and was speaking of, we love Japanese titles, so we have a special partnership with video game developer Hideo Kojima on here. And they brought in Hideo Kojima to say that they're working on a new game that 
quote unquote, no one has ever seen before. We did not see a game title or mm. anything that they're working on other than they're going to utilize the power of the cloud. Well, all I know, um, whenever someone says to me, never seen before, of course you've never seen it before. You haven't shown us any gameplay or any trailers yes. or anything. Mm. So it's like, I mean, technically it that's true. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of hyperbole a little bit. You know, and I'm and like sometimes I'm kind of here for it. I'm like, okay, you know, hype yourself up, whatever. But then I'm just kind of like, especially with like Kojima. I give Kojima so, the hyperbole pass, though. Yeah, because like I mean, again, with, with him, you're kind of like, well, okay, you know, what is this crazy old man going to do now? You know, so you're kind of like, all right, you know, all right, what's going on? What 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 weirdness are you gonna bring up now? So you know, I I, I just can't be I just can't be mad at him, you know, because of because of who he is. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like. Yeah, okay. I'm kind of cool. And Microsoft's going to fund something that's new and, and it's going to be on Games Pass and it's going to be something that, you know, he hadn't had a chance to make before. That's fine. Yeah. I say let Kojima collect the checks from every first party. If, if, he wants to make a if he wants to make a game for Nintendo, let him cash that check and go and make that game for Nintendo as well. So yeah, get, get, get your money. Indeed. Make those games that you want to make. It's all good. Don't matter to me on here. And then, and then of course, also too, shown in Phil's uh, Japanese games exclusive last year, they went out to Sega Atlas to have every Yakuza game known to man on Games Fast. And I'm not sure how you know popular those games were with the uh, um, Xbox fans, but this year, instead of uh, Yakuza, now they have procured all the Persona games. So you got Persona 5 Royale, which is coming on October 21st. You got Persona 4 Golden, which is coming out at a later date. And Persona 3 Portable, all available on Xbox One, Series X and S, PC, and on Games Pass. So we'll have to see all your Personas that were previously available on other platforms, freely available for you to play for years and years and years are now available to play on your Xbox. Live in the cool. life. Mm. Live in the cool. life. Yes. That's kind of cool. Good for them, you know, folks. Good for them. Of course, you know, uh, as everyone well knows, these games are also coming to Steam, also coming to the Switch, and everyone will be able to play these games once they're ported. So, oh, yeah. great. So, of course, they're not announced yet because it's a Xbox Games exclusive. So, you know, we'll, we'll let them relish their time in the sun on there. So, and then uh, last but not least, in this uh, kerfuffle of a showcase, uh, they had Todd Howard come out and they unveiled uh, the gameplay reveal for Starfield on here. So, uh, so you know, some people have gone out to say I've seen on Twitter like No Man's Skyrim. You know, you said no man's Skyrim. No, no, no. I'm kind of in agreement. Wow. Not that there's anything really wrong that. with that. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, See? this is folks no man's smart. Skyrim. Folks are uh, smart. So, but there, you know, some of our listeners might be excited. I know uh, our listener, um, Will D, did post the Starfield trailer in our Discord. Um, did you get a chance to watch this, Des? I did. I did okay. indeed. Oh, and what's your overall impressions? I did. I, 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 like. I, I'm not gonna lie. I would, I would be, I would be a liar if I didn't say that I was not a little hyped for this. 
I'm 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 hyped for it. Like I was like, okay, you know, but that that Elder Scrolls in space or or Elder Sky or No Man's Scroll, like I, was, you know, No Man's Skyrim, yeah, No Man's Skyrim, like it feels it. Like I I I can't lie. Like, Nothing I'm wrong not with that, though. And, Nothing wrong with not going to sit here and just, like, say, like, I was kind of hyped for it. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I see what you're doing over here. You know, it's, it's not going to be procedurally generated, you know, like, like No Man's Sky is. And that's fine. You know, I think I think that's a good thing because I think one of, like I said before, one of the things about No Man's Sky, it's kind of poopy, is, is some of the assets get, get randomized too, too close. So you get to see certain things over over and over again. So for this, I don't think that that's gonna be be so much of a problem. So, I thought it looked good. I'm glad that you can still do it in third person. You can play it as a shooter if you like. Uh, deep crafting, you know, was a buzz was a buzz word they used. So, you know, I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm I'm actually pretty I'm pretty hyped for it. Uh, look, the character the character creator looks looks good. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they are going to do the fantastical elements uh, of it yet. Um, like, because one of the things that I really liked about Skyrim was the magic and the fantasy element, and then going into more of a real world type uh, setting. I'm wondering how they're going to make it. Uh, fantiful um, or sci-fi, you know, without, I, I, I just want to know what's going to happen, you know, um, with that. So. Um, I definitely thought it was cool that you could like hire your crew or design your own ship, design like, you know, your base and there's a lot of elements there. So. No, no, that's what I mean. Like, I think it, I think it's really, I think it's really fun. Like, it's a really fun idea is what they're trying to put in. They didn't really tell us a bit about what the, what the actual gameplay is. No, sorry, what the actual like story is a little bit. So I like to know what we're doing because a lot of it screams, uh, service type of situation where where story is second and they just want to get you in to continue a play loop because like when I hear things like base building and hiring people and stuff like that, that screams like, you know, come in and do some more stuff with your base, like build your base, like this, this kind of like long-term kind of commitment to a game. And so when I, when, when I start to look at that and start to slowly read between the lines, I'm kind of like, mm, you know, what are you, what are you really trying to say here? Like, are we getting a full on game or are we getting a service title in which we have to put a whole bunch of time and energy into it, you know, or can we actually just have, you know, a damn game, you know? So, so for me, I don't know. Um, so I'm still, I, I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm still a little, appre uh, still a little cautious because, you know, I, I think people nowadays or um, companies nowadays are, not in the business of making uh, games for the story. They're making games for the longevity uh, of, of having people continue to play them uh, for a considerable amount of time. So, you know, the, the whole one and done thing, kind of like you play the game and then you wait for the sequel or you say, oh, that game was really cool. I can't wait for them to make another one. Like, I don't think that that's, 
that's a um a thing that they're that they're in that people are into or are into anymore so so i i, I want to see the other shoe drop before i get super su- too hype with it just because a lot of the stuff left me a little bit like mm, okay okay what are we what, what are we really doing here you know what are we what are we really doing here so but uh i i the the hype the hype is there but I am keeping my hype in check until I actually uh, see more about it, you know, because I just, you know, like Flav said, can't trust it. No, 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 no. So you never know what little mods will do with that game, too, afterwards, you know, on PC. No, so. Again, I'm not talking about mods. I'm straight up talking about, like, what are they going to end up doing with it? Like, are we yeah. going to get, like, are we going to get another, um, like, is it going to be a... Piecemeal a, for the service or a full game? Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. Is it going to be Fallout 76 or Fallout 3, you know? Exactly. And that's yeah. that's my that's my worry, you know, like what are we going to get? So So we'll see. But that's see. that's where I'm at with it. And that was the Xbox Bethesda. Oh no, Kev. Kev, what was your thoughts about it? I want to see like did you were you into any of those games or did you did you think that it was okay or what did you think about Starfield? You know, are you are you into it? You not into it? The last Bethesda game that I played that I enjoyed was Fallout 3. Oh. Uh this I you know, I Bethesda is just not my their games typically don't don't vibe with me. This one looks like it could be interesting. Um the combat looked a little generic. Oh yeah. Uh, Very generic, actually. Kind of disappointed in that. Um, you know, it it, it maybe if it's a, if it's a very engrossing story, if the gameplay loop is intriguing, then maybe it would be something I would uh, either either. Per- the idea of purchasing these games just doesn't make any sense. Is it? I, I no, I feel you. I you know if I don't have the service, which I am, which I am inclined to let it lapse after seeing what I saw today. Uh. Am I going to pay 60 bucks for Starfield? If it's a complete game, then maybe. If it's one of those, oh, we got to, you know, you're going to get up to planet, you know, we're going to get you to planet X, and then you got to wait to get to planet Y and Z later when we release that content, then no. So graphically, it was impressive one of the few games that looked like it belonged on a console that you spent $500 on. It's just, I don't know what it is with, I don't know what it is with Xbox first party, man. It's like, they, they just don't, they just don't, they just don't hit with me for whatever reason. They just don't. And, and it's not like, 
We've got three console manufacturers right now. Two of the three always, whatever show presentation, whether it's the focus on first party, focus on the combination of first and third, or if it's third party focus, two of the three always give me something that I am just that I that that I'm hyped for, legitimately hyped for. Xbox is the only one that just doesn't. I, I and it's not like well, if you're not giving me a, a samurai samurai sword wielding character that beheads everybody, uh, date sim, then I'm not interested. It's, it's not like my 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 gaming interests are that niche, contrary to what you may have heard other people say. Uh, I don't know, man. It, this is just very. They needed to, I, I felt, I've said this before, I felt that Xbox needed to hit this out of the park. In my opinion, they did not. They fell well sh short, very well short of hitting this out of the park. Uh, I My Game Pass uh, subscription expires mid-July, I think either the 15th or the 16th. I'd have to, I'm going to have to check to make sure. As of this point, as of right now, I am not inclined to to extend it. Will I revisit it come Black Friday when we get those Game Pass discounts? Maybe, but I, you know, Start to be honest, man. To to be honest, man, uh, I look at it like like this. I'm gonna let my Game Pass expire. I'm going to buy Halo Master Chief Collection on the cheap, physical edition. Uh, and I have Shadow of War that I want to fin to play and finish. Once I get through that, if there's nothing that Xbox is hitting me with, I'm 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 probably going to get rid of the console because there's wow. There's just nothing on there for me, man. It, it it's there isn't. You there isn't, and I don't, and I don't think that my gaming interests are that freaking off the mainstream. I don't. It's just that the, I really wanted to. I really wanted to see something that really made me say, "Hey, if nothing else, I I'm going to stay plugged into the surf to the into this service to play all these games." I don't need Game Pass to play Diablo 4. I don't need Game Pass to play uh uh those them those Persona games. I don't need Game Pass to play um Wolong if it's if it's something that I'm interested in. Outside of those games, nothing else Nothing else really struck me. Maybe Benedict Fox, but even I, I could just buy it, right? This is true. I, I, I. Maybe there is nothing it. here, and everything, like I said, eighty to ninety percent of this stuff screams mobile game. Play it on my iPad. Play it on my iPhone. From a graphics rep, rep uh, presentation, I don't care about Forza Motorsport because I don't care about about sim racers don't care about flight simulator because i don't care about sim games 
I'm I'm really I I'm I'm really struggling to find a reason to have this thing at this point. And you know, had I I'll be had I paid had I paid money for my Series X, this thing would have been gone. I would have been made my money back uh, selling it on eBay. But since I didn't put any money out of pocket for it, and I've got these Game Pass sub subs on the cheap from from Black Friday of last year, I've just been okay. It, no harm, no foul. But we're at a point now where there is harm and there is foul because this thing is just sitting behind my TV collecting dust. And <laughs> just like I I don't know it, it, if somebody wants to do a console trade for a Polymega for a Series X hit a brother up um no oh, damn it, it's it, it's it's but like I said I'm going to pl- I want to play through Master Chief collection I you know I just feel that that Halo is a series that I probably should play. It's it's on the back burner of stuff, so I want to play through that. I I want to play through Shadow of War because I loved Shadow of Mordor so much. I just never got around to Shadow of War to play it. I already have it on. Uh, I already have the Xbox version because at the time, uh, for consoles, the Xbox version was the better playing one, and it was also the only one I could find at GameStop. Uh, I want to play through that, but once that's done, it's like, you know, I don't know, but no, you know, it, it we'll see if I, you know, and if, if nothing, if I can't do, if, if the console shortage of things, uh, which I would expect things to become more and more available, um, you know, if not, if nothing else, I can I can use this thing to to pay down a PS5 Pro. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but, it but I, I, you know, uh, it's just it's just weird, man. I I I went out. I I went. I got my. I got went. To, I went to to Wingstop. Got me some hot wings. Grabbed me a beer. You know, got all this, had all this, this, this junk food and sodium and beer. We're getting ready to sit in and watch, enjoy this because Microsoft, I think they they, they got to knock it out the park. I want to be here for it. Yeah. And I should invite me over, man. Damn. Uh, I mean, this, well, normally I would. Norm, normally I, I would because E3 is kind of like where I, I either do a barbecue, do some wings, a whole bunch of stuff. It just kind of just the weeks just kind of got away from me, and I didn't get around to doing that. So um, I, I normal normally E3 is when I do stuff like that, invite everybody over, and just just watch all the shenanigans. I usually take take a few days of E3 week off, but since they weren't having an actual event, I I didn't want to use up that time. I mean, did you, Joe? But. Oh, I mean, no, I haven't taken any time off work. No. Wow. So, yeah. But um, you know, but I had all this stuff ready, and it took. I actually fell asleep during the presentation. You wow. know, during my during me watching it, I had to. I I woke up, and then I had I I had to scroll the live the the, the replay. 
Because, I mean, it was, it was a replay when I watched it because by the time I got home, it was the, the, the thing had already con- concluded. I had to scroll tr- scroll back to where it was where I dozed off <laughs> and pick up where I left off. It's like, oh, I really didn't miss much. I could have just continued to nap. So it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's sad because I, I see where Xbox was with the original console, even the Xbox 360 with its red ring of death nonsense. Uh, and this this game this console really was a contender um for a while it was my preferred platform console platform that i'm talking about specifically the the original xbox and it, it, i've seen where it's where it where it started and i see where it is i mean we saw no, no got no information on perfect dark got no information on fable Saw nothing on Hellblade 2. You know, I guess the developer devs are still on vacation in Iceland or Ireland, wherever they're at. Yeah. Just really, really, really lackluster presentation. And, you know. What's your letter grade? I gave, I gave, what I, what I give, uh, I, I I gave that a D. I will give this a C minus because it did not have energy drink shilling in it. Oh, there you go. But and it did have a couple of games that that looked good. But I mean, there are games that I don't need a service to play. I can just buy them and not even necessarily on the Xbox. Excuse me. So this C minus. How about you? Yes. Uh... Um, I'll probably end up giving this the same. Uh, the same. Um, I, I mean, prob- it's hard. I think, I think Kevin raised a lot of really good points, but I think the main thing that it comes down to is just like you know, what like are you excited for anything? And a lot of the stuff that I don't think I was that really kind of like got me up on my seat. That was really like ooh, you know, was was that Starfield. So I, I thought that they'd really delivered on Starfield for, for, for what we were going to see. But it just seemed like there was stuff missing. So I want to see what that stuff is before I make a final decision on if 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 Starfield is going to be the next, you know, up and coming big thing. But having said that, I think my my overall grade on it will probably be a C. Uh, probably a C minus. Again, there was nothing. There wasn't a whole lot of stuff that just made me set up and be like, oh, you know, um, this is something looking awesome. Except for Starfield, you know. And I'm thinking if you're gonna allot all that time on on, on people's, you know, uh, people's time, you know, you got to kind of come correct. And I just don't think that they did. Um, how so, long was it? How long was this show? Was it ninety minutes? Ninety minutes. Oh, ninety uh, minutes. So yeah, Sony did more in 30 than Xbox did in 90. Is that what is that what we're saying? That's pretty well, much what we're saying. I, okay. I think I think about like 50 minutes could be a pre-show. I think they could have had an hour pre-show or like uh, maybe did a 45, 45 or something. So I don't know, especially all the service up, live service game updates. I don't care what's going on with like season eight of Sea of Thieves or whatever it's coming down or the next 
you know, season for Fallout or whatnot. It's well, like, well, the reason they do that is because they want to try to drum up interest too. Like they're, yeah, they're going to put that in the main thing. They're going to put that in the main thing because they want they want you to know, like, hey, that we know you're not playing this game, but we're still trying, and this is what we have, you know, and, and this, this might, you know, pique your in, or you know, your interests. So that's why they yeah. do it. You know, yeah, I but know, I know. I don't think anyone's playing that game. Like, I don't think anyone is, but you know, yeah, or half of those a, live service games, you know, there's a grip of people still playing this. Really? It just I depends. Didn't think so. It's just well, good for them, you know, <laughs> good for them. And oh, it's the, oh. the, the, the lack of consistency. Why isn't League of Legends and Rune, you know, what is the other, these other Valorant, why aren't these available on the console? What if all I play games on is a console? What if I don't have a gaming PC? What if I'm not interested in PC gaming? I I pay for Game Pass. Why don't I have access to these games? Sorry. There, th- th- you know, well, we've got this for mobile. We got this for PC. Yeah, console really is just the the, be- the the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, they really shouldn't. They really shouldn't have two different uh, things for it. Like I, I really that's that is one thing that is very highly suspect, in my opinion. Like they really need to just kind of, kind of just let it be one thing. And I don't know if it's if it's a licensing thing or a or a you know a, a console thing. Um, you know the, the ability to actually do it or whatever but it just really seems like there should be um it really seems like there should be it should be uniformed across across everything like having two different versions of of xbox games passes that has always been weird to me so but that's just kind of my thing about it i've always thought that that was weird um because, yeah because they're the ones that are tr- that are pushing this unified ecosystem right it doesn't yeah. matter whether you play on console or you play on PC. Now they're saying it's not going to matter whether you you play on your your smart Samsung TV through the Xbox app. Yeah, that was weird. Like seeing that you can play everything on on your Samsung TV. I was like, hmm? so, but that's something separate. But so just... it, it, but you know, you're 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 aced out if you have if you have the console, which makes no sense. You know. You're also aced out. You want to play like you know on the app if you want to play something like you know add-in or something like that. So it, I don't know. Uh, so Joe, weird. if well, if, if we're going to unify this stuff, let's unify it. If we're not, then 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 I don't know. So what was your what was your thing, Joe? Um, your, uh... I let a grade for it. Um, I would have to say just a straight a straight average C down the road. I mean, uh, Redfall has potential. Starfield looks cool. Um, you know, all the stuff in between. I mean, there's some stuff on Games Pass coming up I'm interested in. Uh, Warhammer 40K Darktide, of course. You know, that's going to be just on Xbox itself, you know. Um, Gunfire Reborn. I'm grateful it's getting a console port and it's coming on Xbox. So you know, no shade there. That game, you know, ten dollar Steam game. <laughs> it's like great that's coming on console somewhere on there. Um, you know, and then what's coming in 2023? I mean, Redfall. I mean, like I said before, okay, Diablo is going to be on everything under the sun. 
on there. You know, other games I mentioned, Wulong. Wulong, we don't know what it is, you know, except for like a demon-possessed Lubu, you know, which I'm down <laughs> for. You know, evil Lubu, you know, possessed by demons, all this other stuff. The motif of that game is bananas, but guess what? It's on everything else. It's like I don't need an Xbox, just like Kevin's saying. It's like I could easily play all the games that were shown here on Steam. They're publishing all their games on Steam as well. So it's like, you know, if it wasn't for the back compat stuff with 360 and the original Xbox and Xbox One, um, you know, I would think about kicking my Series X to the curb too, you know, because, you know, I haven't talked about on the show and we're like two and a half hours in, but uh, my Steam Deck's going to be here on Wednesday. You know, and so, you know, I have a PC that plays Steam games on, you know, it's like, I, you know, I don't mind Xbox. I do enjoy Xbox. I just can't, I can't find room or time to play on that console for whatever reason. It's like, there's nothing bringing me there either. I mean, Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis brought me there, but I could play that on Steam. You know, it's like, you know, I could play that elsewhere. Even though Microsoft gated that game, you know, I, I could easily, I mean, if that game was on PlayStation, man, I'd be all there, there day long playing that game. Yeah, on there. Just, a preferred, just a preferred system. I mean, I bought No Man's Sky on it, you know. Yeah. And I was playing that game for free, but once it said, you know, hey, you know, this is a discount, I bought it again, you know. So. You know, it's just. Yeah, I, I wish Microsoft the best. I was hoping for more Japanese or games that kind of spoke to me from Phil, but you know, what surprised you? You're a resident Japanese gamer, so yeah, you got Persona. That's 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 enough Japanese for you, right? You got Persona, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Persona, <laughs> <laughs> right? Persona. I don't know. Well, you know I, I think I think those games might be too Japanese. <laughs> And let's face it, they ain't gonna play those games anyway. Yes, they're I not. I they're know. not. That's the thing I that know. drives me. That's crazy. They they ain't gonna play them games. Mm. Those are not gonna be on on Xbox Live's most played lists. It's just they're just not. This is this is all. This is all catering. To, this is for the list warriors, right? Yeah. This is for the yeah. list. Warriors. Phil is catering to the list warriors. Well, you know, well, we we're we've heard that you want these Japanese games. Well, your your fan base has been calling that jack crap for the past two generations. Now you want them? Oh, but but well, if, only if it's on Game Pass where I don't have to spend any money. Okay, it's list war stuff. Yeah, this is a quote from uh, unknown GH radio host. Okay, uh, I am also looking at it beyond just for me. For example, I will never play, I'll never ever play a Persona game. But that announcement was huge for Xbox. Capital words, huge for Xbox. So why is it huge for Xbox but not huge for you? You're the, you're an Xbox customer. Uh, he's, basically, he said he'll never touch a Persona game, you know, and but it's huge for Xbox. I, I, so. I just don't understand that 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 community. I really don't. I I I don't get that community whatsoever. If it's if it's not a game for you, if it's something that you're not going to play, then you know, no matter how huge it might be for 
Microsoft and Xbox and at the self, I would consider that a fail, a loss. You know? so yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sitting here just because, oh man, look at all this content for Sea of Thieves. That's a huge gain for Xbox. No, it's a huge gain for Sea of Thieves fans that <laughs> happen to play on Xbox. For, for me personally, I don't give two rats nothing about it, you know? So, and there's people out there that love Sea of Thieves, you know? And, you know, it's like I'm out there liking these games that other people are not playing. So it's like, you know. You know, if, if when PlayStation is, is hyping a game that I, I don't care about, I'm not out there saying, oh, yeah, this is a great this is a great boon for, for, for the PlayStation. Yeah. It's just, oh, well, hey, this is just a game that is not hitting on me. What's next? What else you got? Yeah. And uh, if someone's coming up, they got Vin Diesel riding a dinosaur. It's a great game for microsoft <laughs> and you know they'd be high on something so who, who I, the hell knows? I, I i can't with the corporate cap man i i, I just <laughs> i cannot with this corporate cap the, the the level of corporate cap that goes on in the xbox community i mean there's corporate cap in the playstation community there's corporate cap in the nintendo community I get that, but it is on a whole other level on the green on, in the green fields. Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw some Twitter footage today of Paris and, and Aaron Greenberg on stage in L.A. doing their little watch party. So it's like, you know, <laughs> come see your Xbox celebrities and we'll watch this together. I, I, I okay, I. I that probably is just going to end this yeah. second right then and there. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I think know, it's good. Yeah, I think we're good there. Uh, we'll cover the PC Gaming Show and Capcom Showcase, which is tomorrow. And uh, we'll definitely get your guys' thoughts on all this business. And we'll talk about it in the main event next show. So thank you for sticking by with us during this uh long recap of both the summer games fest and um, microsoft bethesda's game showcase and definitely if you have any thoughts about any of the back and forth conversations we're having let us know on there you know we definitely love your input and we definitely want to hear your thoughts in our main event coming up for next episode because we want to see how you maybe feel about things, you know, maybe, you know, I know some of our listeners, uh, they do enjoy games pass and I, I've been enjoying games pass myself. Other listeners I know they love to play on the switch and they love everything that Nintendo brings to the table. So there's enough room on the table for everyone out there. So, so let us know how you feel though. So. Indeed. So game nights, our game nights are on Thursday, 6 PM Pacific standard time, 9 PM Eastern. Uh, hit us up on our Discord server if there is a game that you're interested in playing. And chances are, if we don't have it, we can get it and we'll be able to accommodate you on a Thursday game night for that. Um, definitely want to say thank you for everybody, like like Joe said, who stuck around listening to us yabber on <laughs> about mm-hmm. uh, this non-E3 uh season of what so what has transpired so far there's still more to come this coming week looking forward to whatever announcements or updates on previously announced stuff that uh, these different companies are going to be giving us uh, contact you can reach our show at gaming vessels at gmail 
Com. That's the email you want to use if you've heard something that you want to respond to or if you yourself would like to be on the show. Get your opinions of gaming out to our listeners. You're going to want to send that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Individually, we have our... Oh, also, um, on, our tw- on our Twitter page, you will find the link to our Discord server. Uh, if you dig what's going on the podcast, you're you're going to really dig what's going on on our Discord server. We get daily news posts, we have gaming discussions, we 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 chalk up our game nights and what everybody's interested in playing. Definitely a lot of activity going on. Varied opinions from those who are participants in our in our uh, Discord, minus the toxicity and the dumpster fireness that you find on traditional uh, social media platforms. So if you like talking about games, but uh, could could miss with, with the personal insults and the toxic attacks for people who have a different opinion than you do, I would highly encourage you to join our Discord server where you find good discussion without the BS. So hit us, hit up our, our Twitter, our Twitter, account at gaming vessels g-a-m-i-n-g-v-e-s-s-e-l-s hit that link and jump in and enjoy what's going on there individually we have our own social media accounts i can be found at shownuff 71 on twitter that's s-h-o-n-u-double-f the number 71 playstation network i'm shownuff 7 same spelling with the number 7 at the end xbox i am shownuff 071 same spelling with 071 at the end steam I am Shonuff71, same spelling as originally, and my Switch friend code, 7658215533309. So, Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All righty. So, folks, you can find me on Twitter at the Nemo 6 That's T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. And you can find me on uh, PSN, Steam, and Xbox Live at Nemo Tigger. That's N E M O T G G R. And my Nintendo friend code is 5280664451. Um, and again, um, if you message us, please let us know how you heard about us. Uh, we want to talk to people, not bots. So uh, they know why. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Mr. Jabroni Chief, sir, uh, where can folks find you, buddy? Okay, on Twitter, they can reach me at JabroniChief, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. PSN and Steam, same user handle as my Twitter handle, Xbox. You can reach me, JabroniChief374. Nintendo friend code, which will become more active in a couple weeks when Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak comes out. uh, 47125953-1409. All righty, so that is going to bring episode 173 to a close. I want to thank you all for hanging in there with us uh, for for uh, gosh, uh, my brain is uh, my brain is slipping. <laughs> this is what okay. happens when you get old, folks. For Des, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the gamer step daddy and for trader joe aka jabroni chief yeah 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 also known as the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar i am showing up 71 aka digga doolamite bling bling y'all 
And your auditory canals will be tuned in next week for episode 174. Thank you for hanging out with us. Peace.